0: Hello fellow homebrewers, JP here and I want to introduce to you the brand new
1: Brew Built X1 Conical Series available at More Beer. More Beer sells the highest standard in homebrewing equipment and the Brew Built Conicals are just that. They're made from mere polished 304 stainless steel and they come with loads of features that you and I have been looking for. They have a full 2 inch bottom dump valve which will eliminate your clogging issues while the sturdy base includes 4 reinforced legs just like those big Pro Tanks do. More Beer also carries the Brew Built line of options and add
0: John comes in today and says, uh, so I've been listening to all the archives. I've, I've listened to like every one and man, it's hard to listen to myself sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> and he's right. When you get into broadcasting, uh, you inevitably have to listen to yourself. And, and, and then you, you also inevitably can't help but critique yourself and everything you say. And you kind of feel like an idiot and you, you say, well, why do I sound like that? Why did I say that stupid thing? And you, I you just, just say, I, hey, I was drunk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and it does take some, take some getting used to to uh, i think that Jamil even said the same thing that he's listened to his you know himself on the show and and had the same issues with critiquing himself all the time yeah. it he, is tough he's
2: critical too you know you
0: got to get used to it it's the same thing when you, when you're on video you know uh, you you, d- you take videos and then you, you watch the video and you're like man i didn't realize i looked <laughs> so bad
4: <laughs> yeah how did i ever well, get a girlfriend i'm ugly
0: that's why <laughs> we all have faces for radio you had to go, radio, to, a, had to, go to a different continent yeah that's how bad <laughs> to leave the country for heaven's sake to Germany
4: hey there's many places in Germany you're considered a handsome man <laughs> yeah, that's right
0: I was even called beautiful in Europe once there you believe you that
2: yeah. yeah I didn't hear
4: it a liar because yeah. you have all your teeth <laughs> yeah it's like,
2: aren't half of yours fake too <laughs> yeah <laughs> No,
0: man, you should have seen my teeth when I was younger though. Did you know me when I had crooked teeth, John?
2: Hey, I had a gap in mine, so no, but I had none.
0: Man, I had teeth pointing every which way but down.
2: You had had a double front tooth once when I knew you. They
0: pretty much were, my front teeth were crossed over top of each other, I had fangs on the side, my bottoms, and I, and I never fixed it when I was a kid, so this went on until I was, I think, uh, 22? Yeah. I think I didn't get braces till I was 22. And uh it's just a good story. You want to hear a good story? Sure. It's heartwarming. It really is. <laughs> uh it's sad and heartwarming. I I uh so this will be all seriousness, but it's but it's good. Responsible for my straight teeth. I met this person. I broke down on the side of the road one night. I was driving home from band practice, sober, believe it or not. And uh it was in the middle of it was raining and I broke down in Arinda. Uh, okay. I, I pretty much, Orinda is a town here in the Bay Area, and just before you get to Orinda, you have to go through this long tunnel. If you're coming from Oakland, mm-hmm. you go through this long tunnel, um, and then... And then it, that's all uphill, and then just as you get out of the tunnel, it goes downhill into Arinda. Right, well, I started to overheat in the tunnel, that's and it's cool. a bad place to break no, down because there's no shoulder. It's a two lane tunnel, and that's it. And, it's uphill. Going, and it's uphill. We're going and it's east uphill. Or west, and it's uphill. And, and I was coming east. I was coming, e- e- I was oh, coming back hills. from Oakland into you know the inner Bay Area okay. to okay. get to give you folks from not here a little better picture. But anyway, shorten it up. Blew a head gasket. I start to overheat on the way, and I'm like, man, please make it over the hill. Yeah, please. you got 1.2 yeah. miles. Let's make so it. I just Kept pushing it, and I barely made it. And the car literally stalled when I made it out of the tunnel, and 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 broke down the top of the hill. So I was able to roll down to the next exit, which happened to be Arinda. So it's. It's like midnight, it's raining, uh, my car's now on the side of the road, I'm under the hood, and I get picked up by a girl. She she stops by and says, are you okay, do you need help? Which is, to me, amazing already, because it's right the there. middle of the night, and here, I'm a guy, I have like a leather jacket on, I probably look like a serial killer, not because of my jacket, but because I'm goofy looking, right? Yeah. So, the crooked teeth. <laughs> and the crooked teeth, exactly. <laughs> wow. Yeah, she's like, are you okay, and like hatchet face turns around. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And anyway, so she gave me a ride the rest of the, of the 15 miles back to Concord, you know, you which, her was, ride which is where I, ride? I was living. And a uh, very nice woman. I'm not going to say I have nothing naughty to say about this whole impression. Uh, we then proceeded to become very, very close and good friends over the next three years. Ended up being one of the best friends I ever had in my life. Uh, and at the end of that three years, she actually passed away. She got leukemia and she passed away wow. and she was just, she was a young girl too. I uh, had just graduated from St. Mary's college, which is a private school out here right next and, to uh, right next to doc. Exactly. Well, Great school. Name? Very expensive. Her name was Stacy. Stacy. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you wrote a really good song. So about her. I did. So, um, so where was I? So uh, she 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 was young like myself, didn't have much money, actually worked in campus ministries at St. Mary's. So she was living in a dorm even after she graduated. So just as a picture of, of a woman who doesn't have many possessions or money or anything else. Well, when she passed away, um, in her will, she basically gave what little savings she had to me because she knew that i was really insecure and always bothered about my teeth and i didn't want to smile too much and i was it always just bothered me that i never got them fixed when i was a kid but i couldn't afford it when i was older cuz i was i was a deadbeat i was a playing in a band i had no money no insurance so she left me the who knows what? I don't even know how much it costs because it all went through her mom and, and a dentist that she knew. They, I never saw the money. They just said, my you know, life. Stacy wanted you to do this uh, because she knows you wanted to do this, and she left you the money to do it. So wow. if you'd like to, go right ahead. So you know, within uh, two weeks, I went there and, and spent the next uh, two and a half years of my life with a, a very pained and sore mouth Yes, uh, and now have straight teeth. So, uh, nice story,
4: right? Oh yeah, a my eye. you right. like I I was the same way. I had crooked, nasty teeth. Okay. I made 30. <laughs> okay. And, uh, I've been through it twice.
0: Oh, you have braces twice? Yeah. That makes me want to put it's my retainer now, yeah, back yeah, on. Yeah, retainer. Yeah. yeah exactly. So, right. Is yeah, that, I can show yeah. you. She was nice to me, you know, when, when she was alive and then even after she passed away, believe that, she's still helping me out, so very nice story I always say cheers to her cheers to Stacy yeah my smile is is dedicated to her there you go
4: got your girlfriend
0: alright yeah Mm -hmm. that's right (laughs) alright so sorry about the sappy stuff I just I thought that was a good story real quick Um, hey this week's show you know who the guest is this week you. you. To me. I'm the special guest this week. We had uh, Butte Creek lined up, but a uh, little, I, I don't know, conflict of scheduling. We're not t- too sure what happened, but we'll reschedule them. So uh, our apologies, but uh, Butte Creek, uh, like we said, would be here, will not be here. Um, and we're working on, on our guests for next week. I'm hoping to get Pyramid in here. We're thinking about doing an Oktoberfest show next week, we Doc.
4: And... That means I have to dress up in leather leader hosen, yeah, yeah. okay.
0: <laughs> or that new skirt that I read to you guys about oh, last that's week. Yeah, you well, could wear a, skirt, a kilt, so yeah. Let's do it. Um, and, and, and Pyramid has, an, their seasonal beer right now is Oktoberweizen. It's their version of an Oktoberfest. It's just a, it's like a Marzen, but it's a wheat beer.
2: Wheatzen, Marzen? Yeah. Thing. I'll bring in my Marzen.
0: Okay. So I thought that maybe we could have them on the show if I can get them lined okay. up beca- if we do an Oktoberfest we're, show. So just a heads up. Of what who's the who from next brewer, week? Yeah. Um, the brewer, the okay. brewmasters who I'll get in here. Yeah.
2: is that Mike Sutherland? Uh,
0: there's two of them. I'm not sure if that's the one. Okay. So I'll find out. I'll talk. I'll find out this yeah. week. And I'm not guaranteeing. I've not approached them yet. They know I'm interested in having them on the show. They don't know it's this Sunday.
2: I talked to their assistant, John, who brews out in Berkeley. Okay. And so you should call them out What's there. his
0: last name? You don't know. I don't know. Yeah, Sorry. He might be the guy. I think it's the Berkeley guy that I was yeah. working on. A John's bit,
4: too. really cool. He okay. But you're not on a last name okay.
0: basis. I'm not on a last name. And he doesn't even know my name. But I've been going through other channels. Yeah. Anyway, maybe Octoberfest show next week. And uh, I'll recap that at the, the end Lupa of the show. Band. Yeah. Uh, I want to. I don't know if Matt's listening right now. I haven't heard from Matt in a couple of weeks. You know, beer uh, pal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's the point of this conversation, John. I'm glad you. I'm glad you said that. Uh, uh, for those of you who don't know, Matt. Matt's been on the show a few times, and he's the guy who helps us out and posts in all the forums all over the world for us to to let you guys know about the show. So uh, we we very much appreciate his endeavors. He often gets in fights over it, and uh, all sorts of crazy things happen to him. And through one he's of our those mu- fights, our muscle. yeah. <laughs> through one of those battles, he ended up with the name Beer Pal. And, uh, and he doesn't like I don't think he likes no, it too much. And and people are starting to talk about him not liking it also. And I wonder if he's pissed off at us because it's all because we keep saying it's all over the forum, everybody. Yeah. And we basically coined the phrase on this show. I mean, he had a battle with that with that website, Beer Pal. Yeah. And then I, at the end of the show, said, hey, you know, from now on, we're going to call you Beer Pal, well. which he <laughs> chuckled at the time. But I think
2: now maybe it's getting old. It's getting some steam going. It's rolling. And we I should piss him off more.
0: Just, yeah. I want him to call in. I want to know if he's mad at us. I That's saw him on
2: Friday. He's cool. And he was
4: fine? Yeah.
0: So we can keep calling him yeah. Beer Pal? Yeah.
4: I will until he doesn't <laughs> talk to me anymore. The only uh, bad right. publicity is no publicity.
0: <laughs> That's right. I just think it's such a great name. So does everybody else. I just don't think he's too keen on it.
4: Well, he earned it, so. <laughs> <laughs> he did earn it. That's true.
0: That is very true. Uh Who's this, Daryl? Yeah. Yeah, Daryl just sent us... Um, um, two bottles of his Oktoberfest this past week actually oh, so great. that could work out we perfect. have it here we'll have, no it's oh, in it's the re- mail oh. but, but it'll be here. it'll <laughs> be here the for beer's next in week. the mail yeah I love that yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean a soda is in the mail so, we don't uh, ship beer across state lines beer. here we love root beer <laughs> okay. uh yeah, so all right, that could work out even better for the Oktoberfest show. We'll get some homebrew in here. Today.
4: Anybody else has got any homebrew or for, for some uh, Oktoberfest stuff? Yeah, send, yeah, it it send them in. on in. Yeah, that'd yeah. be perfect. Do we should do like there. a six-hour show. Ooh, dear! And stay
2: all day until <laughs> the finish line. You
0: got a giant steins. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't want it to be the drunken show. Although no, I'm, I'm afraid with a bunch of Oktoberfests.
4: Well, we need the you vomitorium then.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what is the vomitorium exactly? Um,
4: I had heard about it. It's it's at the uh, it's in Munich. Okay. And I said I heard somebody say you better check out see what the vomitorium is. Okay. So you go into the bathroom and I was looking for it in there and you see all you know the, there's like six sinks and some urinals and stuff and you look on the other side and there's always a guy standing there with with a mop. Yeah. Did the, 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 the dude is standing there with a mop? And, <laughs> That's and, a bad job. And <laughs> you look over and and there's two sinks and they're deep sinks. Oh okay. great. And uh. the and the trap on them is a four inch trap. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a four inch trap yeah <laughs> what's it called the vomit what the vomitorium the vomitorium hmm. that's well, great. Just like the romans do
0: yeah just do it in
4: the street right no 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 it's like uh you, you you're at somebody's house yeah and it's rude to stop eating but you're full oh so you go into the other room they got a little feather to tickle the back of your throat gotcha and then you're hurled and you go back and eat some more right
0: no so that's shit. like the earliest form of bulimia.
4: Yes, it is. <laughs> wow. it, it was considered polite.
0: Okay. To puke and come back oh, yeah. and eat.
4: You know, if you had a friend, they'd hold your hair. Yeah. Nice. Uh, <laughs> uh,
0: that's pretty cool. cool. I used to do that with beer in college when we were playing like century club and stuff. If, you know, I got to like 70 beers or, you know, shots of beer and there was no room left. So you just, you go purge it on out. You don't even have to put a finger down to throw yourself off. And then you come back and you keep drinking. Yeah, it's my alcoholic bulimia, is what that's called. Uh All right. So, hey, also in store for the show, um, not only is it the logger show. So get your lager and Hellas question. Get ready. your
4: logger on, baby. Uh,
0: that's right. And uh, Doc, what'd you bring us in? You brought us a nice logger uh, here, classic American pilsner. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a good beer. Drink I it right just,
4: yeah, you know, I just pushed this one because I thought, you know, mm. hell, why don't I bring this? So I, I pretty much carbonated, filtered, and carbonated it. Right between now? Between 3 and 4 o'clock. Really? Yeah. It's got yeah.
0: nice carbonation for having done it that quick.
4: Um, I didn't even check it. I just pumped it. And shook it. <laughs> shook it, shook it, and brought it over. Nice. So I would have liked a little bit more. Okay. But,
0: um, it's clear as a bell. Yeah. This is a nice, clean pilsner. You filter your beers, right? Yes, I do. What kind of filter do you use?
4: Uh, I use a plate filter. Okay. And uh, I've had some trouble with it, you know, giving me some off flavors, some oxidized flavors. Okay. So I usually uh, pre-soak them. And then run them through with some RO water and then purge them with CO2 first. Okay. Because most of my beers, I really try to brew light beers. Right. Light, light ales, light lagers. Uh, they're just more challenging for me. Okay. And, man, you you screw up one little thing and you're going to get this...
0: Yeah, thing. no cover in that. No,
4: no, no, it's like, oh, you know, God, I'm licking the newspaper. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. And uh, I'm not tasting that in this one, so. What makes you think nice. it was oxidized? Is it cardboard and flavor? Uh, or? I, I think part of it was the, I think these filter pads are chewed up newspapers, to tell you the truth. Oh, and the and you want to okay. rinse some of that out of there, but you also got to purge it out. Most of the oxidized stuff, you got to worry about later. Okay, uh, It's not the immediate kind of thing. Yeah. But if you want your beer to hang around for a while, right? and at the rate I drink my beer at home, yeah. uh, it, it does hang around for a while. In fact, I just polished off the last of the, the Hellas. Oh, nice. And uh, that was actually really nice. It's always the nicest on the last right. two or three beers. Yeah, and, and then and you're, that you're so gone.
0: disappointed because you're like, wow, now it's yeah. just turned Nice.
4: So any of the the oxidation problems really show up in in how long the shelf life is. Yeah. So if you do some hot side aeration on a lot of different ways, it usually starts compounds that are going to get you (laughs) later on down the road. So if you're somebody that – and I I have friends that they brew – they drink. They brew. They drink. They brew. They drink. They, right. just, their beer doesn't last more than a week or two. Right. They don't got to worry about any of that.
2: Stupid stuff. guys. Yeah. <laughs> I think
4: that's why most people homebrew. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> that's cheap. To me. Like you know, I, I was kind of rushed on this one, pumping yeah. this one through, but in, uh, in a couple of weeks it'll be. Yeah. Nice. Uh, this one's going to NorCal with us. So, okay, uh, what's one NorCal way th- for those uh, it's that are, Our, our in Nor- Northern California Home Brewers Fest. So okay. all the uh, brew clubs from Northern California and pretty much Northern Nevada. Okay, Do we get anybody from uh, Oregon? Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll Southern Oregon. Maybe get one or two from there. Okay, and we meet out at Lake Francis, uh-huh. north of Sacramento, and uh, uh, it's a kind of a festival, kind of showcase for. Okay. All the brews. And they have uh, a couple of club only competitions, whatever the theme is this year. And this year it's American brew, so we have American Stout and Classic American Pills, which we're drinking. Okay. And each club gets to send in a keg of each. Nice. For that. And then you have all the booth brews. Okay. That you're gonna be pumping through for the booth. Okay. And, uh, last year we got best beer. Nice. Of the whole festival. Of the whole festival. And that's fest. something I'm gonna push again for this year. Okay.
0: And, and yours is the representative of all of Club Doe's, your, your pills here?
4: Uh, this is only one of two that I have for this Pilsner. Okay. And what we do is we're having a meeting tomorrow night. Yeah. And if anybody has a classic American Pilsner that can fit the style, uh, we have a kind of a taste-off tomorrow night. Okay. That and the stout, which I have too. All
0: right, and John. Are you bringing beers for that? I'm
2: bringing Cal Common. You are okay.
4: So we have uh, we we uh, do this uh, kind of for the the competition for that. We we taste that, and then we also bring beers for uh, the all day at our uh, booth
2: kind of thing. Okay. There's, there's like ten to fifteen homebrew clubs out there, and, yeah. and there's okay. there's th- spent six hours walking a circle of it trying other people's beers. I Ooh. didn't
4: I didn't even make it all the way around. It was a cake really. To toss?
2: Yeah. Watching drunk people throw kegs is funny. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. There's games, too. It's <laughs> yeah. like
4: keg toss. We're
0: and, talking 15 and a half gallon yes, kegs yes, here? Yes, yes. The big Empty, guys. but, man. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Nice. Big guys throwing those things? Yeah,
4: big yep. guys. <laughs> 50 yards <laughs> rolling. Like, a lot of totally. different ways to throw them.
0: Oh, yeah. right. Because you want it to, to roll after it lands, right? Well, yeah. D- or is it only where it guys hits. throwing
4: them over their head. Yeah. There's guys doing the hammer throw. Mm-hmm. Right. The discus. Yeah. The Friday night dinner.
0: trying to think of what technique I would use to throw. I think I would do that. You know that bowling technique when you don't know how to bowl and you, you just kind of swing it between your legs. It. You know, yeah,
2: like my four-year-old.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that's what technique I would use yeah. to throw the keg.
4: You would well, get like ten feet. <laughs> this is usually a two-day festival. Uh, the first night is uh, one of the Four. brewers is a uh, uh, he he runs a dinner the night before. He does beer pairings and he's a, a chef in San Francisco. Okay. It's a it's it's a good four hour dinner. Yeah. A lot of different courses getting really hammered. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, and then the next morning everybody gets ready for the festival, does that all day. Pretty much everybody breaks down, uh has dinner as a group, and then back onto the field and you start drinking it's the usually the Dead Palate Society. Dead Pallet Society. And uh <laughs> that's generally when I break out the scotch. And this is between what hours? Uh that's usually between <laughs> about eight and god whenever. 11 midnight this
0: is what we were talking about last week after the show right that i was that i'm thinking about trying to get off to to drive up there with you right because you got to come back the next morning yeah so if you
4: want to go with me um i want to leave pretty early saturday morning you don't have to be awake or alive are you gonna make me
0: are you gonna make me drink scotch when i'm up there
4: yes you know what? if it's just in front of your face just sip a little
0: (laughs) is it will it be scotch that uh, that you quote unquote made no, 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 no.
4: no this will be scotch that I quote unquote bought. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, I don't want to say that you're like distilling at your house or anything.
4: <laughs> well, don't he, say that.
0: He, <laughs> I'm not. That's why I'm just. He has quote, well
2: water, so unquote, he has to purify it. cool.
0: So, uh,
4: oh, so I, yeah. my still is only for purification yeah. of water, yeah. of course, mm-hmm. as yeah. is everybody's. Right. Yes. <laughs> Does this say
0: that uh, that we're supposed to watch out for the double IPA by uh, by Russian River at the uh, NCHF? No, no, no the no, G- ABF. This he says double NCHF
4: IPA. on it. Oh, yeah, there's a guy oh, bringing no, that the there Double IPA guy. guy yeah, he's oh, in the I form. see. So, um, anybody that's going to be there, I, I really want to meet some of the yes. guys out there that are listening. So yeah. John and I will be, I'll be there. at our booth. So, so Double
0: IPA guy is bringing his Pliny uh, awesome. clone, I think, is what it is. So you're
4: going to have a lot of fans from our club. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah.
0: That's cool. Yeah. You guys going to wear your Brewing Network shirts? I got one for you, Doc. Cool. It's right here in the studio. Well, it's not in the studio, but it's in the vicinity.
4: You've been telling me about off. that for it's a while. <laughs> Yeah, I, I got saw it. one. once. you guys
0: got to wear your Brewing Network shirt? Sure. Um, are you, you going? Are you, are
4: you going?
0: I got to get the day off work. So all if you, I
4: get, get the day, all you got to do is. Have work. Work. Have I don't Saturday. know why I don't just
2: quit already. Saturday. <laughs> I don't know either.
4: <laughs> I get you fired. What the hell?
2: It's what's the date? Hey Doc, uh, could you support him and he can quit? <laughs> Yeah. I'll like,
0: I'll like sweep your floor at the dentist or something. No, I don't there care. You there you go. <laughs> Whatever. I won't steal any of the, uh, the nitrous. I promise.
4: <laughs> sure you do. Yeah. <laughs> I'll borrow it, but I won't steal it.
0: <laughs> uh, um,
4: basically all what you gotta do is you just, I'll show up in the morning. Yeah. I'll shovel your butt into my car. Okay. And I'll drive you out there. Uh, okay. now when
0: you say morning, what, what, what hour of the morning are you talking here? 6, Six a.m.
4: Maybe. That's death. Maybe
0: day. seven a.m.
2: There's a lot of bitter consumption on this
0: trip. I can handle six a.m. Five a.m. is a little ungodly for me. No,
4: no. Yeah, prob- before sunrise. Probably, yeah, that's probably not. Yeah, but I want to get there in time to you know get people together and get things going. And get drunk. Well, yeah. in <laughs> the middle of nowhere. And uh, I need <laughs> okay. to come back early in the morning on Sunday. So okay. Whenever, whenever I'm conscious. Yeah. And I can gather my stuff and right. Yeah. So. Okay. We're in. We're out.
2: I'll tell you what my favorite experience last year at NorCal was about Saturday. No, Sunday morning around two a.m. in the morning. Yeah. Guy was yakking for about an hour and a half. Just it it was horrible. He was growing up for an hour and a half. Yeah, in spurts. He would take breaks. Uh. Twenty minutes off. Twenty minutes here. Had to get another beer in it. It was horrible. (laughs) The wow. whole grand can of the can is just freaking. It was disgusting. <laughs>
0: That's, great. Like, <laughs> That's like uh, I don't know if you guys have seen this movie. I recommend it. And uh, some are you going to think I'm stupid for this, and others are you going to are going to think I'm brilliant. But the movie's called Team America: World Police. It's a bunch of puppets in the movie. It's you got to get used to that. Made by the guys who made South Park. I don't know if you're into that kind of humor, but I am because you know it's funny. And uh there's a scene in that where where one of the puppets throws up for a good fifteen minutes, and it <laughs> never gets old. And just <laughs> when you think he's gonna Stop, or that if if they did happen to do it again, it, it wouldn't be funny anymore. Yeah. He does it again, yeah. and it's hilarious <laughs> every time. I'm telling it was you.
2: so bad, I thought about calling the police. <laughs> alcohol poisoning? Yeah. Like I was like concerned. Wow, mm-hmm. that's rough. Yeah. But a, po- you know, a puppet thrown up would be cool, too. Okay. Uh, uh, Gucci
0: in the chat room wants to know when people can buy Brewing Network shirts. Um, that's a that's a great question, and I'm uh, glad you reminded oh, me to oh, address it's that. Better
4: yet, when can we yeah. see <laughs> Network?
0: Uh, well, John's wearing one right now. There you go. You've seen it before. Uh, what we have now is a limited edition of the Brewing Network shirts, so I don't have that many. <laughs> but I'm thinking of putting a couple of those on sale up on the site. Uh, and then I could order more of those, but I actually want to get some better ones made. Um I just got to get up the capital to do that. So what I might do is do the old credit card thing, you know, where you you throw a good two grand down on that sucker and you get yourself some merchandise, and then you hope to swag. God it sells. <laughs> so we'll see. Uh, soon, soon, very soon, maybe swag. next week even for 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 t-shirts. How about that? Um, and then uh, the other swag like hats, and we got other good things in store too. Uh, that will be coming soon thereafter. All right, we got to get things rolling here. We're we're lagging on the intro, guys. What's uh, going on? Man, man. I'll cut down my news to one story, cause the other stuff wasn't too good anyway. I'll, I'll do two stories quickly, how about that? And then of course I got my top ten list back this week, it's a good one that I found. Uh, first of all, a nurse was arrested at the, uh, at the Munich Beer Festival for filming a porn movie. <laughs> this is great. The Munich, That's great. Wait, Beer it's, it's okay
4: to pee under the tables, but yeah. you can't do a porn <laughs> you movie. Can't do okay. Porn.
0: Uh, Here's the deal with, uh, from what I know anyway. I've never been to it, but Danielle has told me uh, a good deal about it because I'm, you know, interested in the whole thing. But the Munich Beer Festival is not just a bunch of beer tents, but it's actually a carnival. They they have rides like Ferris wheels and things like that, and uh, food, all kinds of stuff like that. So this actually, I think, took place on the Ferris wheel. Uh, a nurse and two cameramen were arrested at the Munich Beer Festival for filming a porn movie on the city's famous big wheel. The 21 year old registered nurse. I don't know why that's relevant. Uh, unless, she, of course, she was in her nurse supposed uniform. To know uh, unnamed due to German privacy laws, uh, and her two acquaintances were spotted filming "quote unquote" sexual acts by three Italian tourists on another carriage of the ride. The Oktoberfest tourists alerted authorities, who detained the nurse and the filmmakers. Uh, Munich police released a statement saying the trio were spotted in the carriage with filming equipment. The 21-year-old suddenly disrobed and produced a sex toy that she began to use while the other two filmed her. The three have been charged with public
4: indecency. Tooling. <laughs> I always wonder about That's these people party, that huh? run to the authorities to yeah. report stuff like that. Me, it's Seriously. like, I join cool. it you know I'm not going to run to any authorities and, yeah. and and turn somebody in for no, something like No, that's because that. you
0: and me are going to stick around and watch. Well, <laughs> you know, and, and you know what? I'll be done watching,
4: but I'm not going to go, okay, I'm now I'm done watching. I'm going to go right. turn them in.
2: Right. I'd be like, can I, was it my turn yet?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what kind of sex toy she used. I mean, they did not really say it's a sex beer bottle. Toy. <laughs> yeah, I was like, it's at the beer festival, right? You should well, see the yeah. size of the beer it's bottles there. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Now that's worth posting on the internet, right there. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Ah, okay. And let me do my other one real quick, which is also a German news story. And Danielle is not even here to hear all the good German news. Natty's helping us out in the chat room, so join him. Natty, Natty, Natty. Our phone number, by the way, is 888-401-BEER. If you want to contribute, uh, call us up. Natty will answer the phone. Bitburger which I'm, I'm pronouncing like a, an American, I'm sure, uh, yeah. is a, a very big brewery in Germany. They produce a lot of beer. They sell a lot of beer. Um, they have promised to pour 10,000 liters of free beer for fans of the uh, Bundesliga team, uh, any soccer team in the Bundesliga, to beat Bayern Munich. Which is Daniela's favorite soccer team, by the way. She's a fanatic. Uh, Bayern Munich is a team that has this, if they win it this year, uh, their league, it'll be the second year in a row. They're undefeated right now. They're on a 15 game streak. Wow. And, uh, Bitburger has decided that they want a little competition in the league, a little excitement. They don't care who beats Bayern Munich. They're gonna give 10,000 liters of free beer to any team's fans that do it so whatever the game is they're going to hand them out and they're going to up it a thousand liters for every game Bayern Munich wins until that happens That's 2500
4: gallons to me and you
0: that's a lot of a lot of beer
4: that's a lot of beer
0: now it's not all for charity of course they're getting a lot of publicity out of it and they sponsor a sports program there so that gets put on the air all the time 150 free kegs are given out to the soccer team's fans that can beat Bayern Munich. It's hardcore. So, uh, I don't know, hopefully Daniela might make it by the end of the show, we can ask her what she thinks about that, cause, uh, she would be, she'd be quite livid right now if she heard that. Uh Because. I have a health she warning live story. She just lives just driving on the freeway. I know she's angry every time she gets here. <laughs> I don't like, drive. Damn America! It's crazy. <laughs> she does. Feisty. Yeah. Uh, you guys want a health warning story, or you
4: want to move on? You want to he- hear it, about? Does, it, does it, do it directly impact me? Well, it, it only yes or no.
0: Colorectal tumors. Yes. Then go ahead and read it. <laughs> it really doesn't. Uh, it basically just says that hev- a new study shows that heavy drinkers, uh, well, regular drinkers of spirits and those defined as heavy beer drinkers, which it doesn't define, but you know who you are, run a higher risk of developing colorectal tumors, which are basically polyps along your your rectum area. Rectum. Damn, you're you're right, right in the lining. Um, I'm afraid I have this. <laughs> Sometimes I got, I got problems down there occasionally, and I don't know if I have these or not. But I hope not. You know, but I do fit this study. Yeah. I'm two times more likely than non-drinkers to develop these. Little well, then suckers. I think you
4: get, ought to get the scope. Yeah,
0: I think, and then report back. And then report <laughs> yeah. back. I can't do it myself. That I got go to go there. I know. Job. I can so,
4: see Justin going. They're going to tell <laughs> me, this might hurt a little bit, <laughs> yeah. and he'll say. Tell me when it's gonna hurt. <laughs> we'll record that we, one. That's
3: <laughs>
2: supposed to be. How do you feel right now, Jack?
0: Also, what you should be worried about in case you think you have these little guys, um, is that they, they are, uh, uh, highly likely to turn cancerous in later years. So, uh, should you, should you find is out that, that you have, you uh, colorectal Check, check, check polyps. that when
4: you're 50 years old? Yes.
0: That and your, and, and testicular cancer? Yeah, Absolutely. And, the,
4: and your little, little, uh, uh the, the, pr- the Prostate, prostate.
0: Prostate. Prostate. Right. And the P word. <laughs> Is that, like twigs and berries? Pilsner? I don't know what you're looking for. <laughs> no, no, no <laughs> I was looking for the
4: P word, prostate.
0: All right. Let me do the top ten list, and then we'll take a break. While we're on break, though, and I'm going to set it up now, we're doing Jeopardy. And it's a quick version of Jeopardy this time. Oh. It's only two categories. Uh, so we're going... We're going real quick like, and, but there's some, there's a, there's a little surprise in there, plus a a bonus question at the end. Nice. Okay. We're only gonna have three players since we don't have a guest, so I need a caller. 888-401-Beer. Call us when we go to break. Don't, don't call now. When you hear the music going, give us a call. So we need one caller, and then two people in the chat room are gonna pick either Dr. Scott or John to play for you. Right? Like we always do. Somebody in the chat room gets one of these guys to play. And I'll say this, uh, I've kind of made this one educational. More than 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 ridiculously hard or or silly funny too because I thought I thought I'd use some of the things we've learned over the past couple of weeks put them into question form nice. and give John a chance to win for Christ's oh, sake so I may lose again <laughs> ridiculously
4: stupid yeah.
0: okay. I'm trying to up the ante for old John what are you
4: there saying, Doc? <laughs> well no somebody's, okay. somebody's like that's not beer <laughs> yeah. all right cheese ale so call in at the break
0: <laughs> if you want to be our caller we do need somebody for our third player and pick either John or Doctor Scott from the chat room to play for you okay top 10 slogans for the new gay beer I thought this would fit the talk on our show because wait there's, a, uh, wait,
4: there's a new gay beer.
0: Well, if there were to be a new gay beer, these would be the top ten slogans. And for We it. should
4: talk to Pyramid about that.
0: Yeah, I'm thinking about it uh, because here's the thing: like, they don't market beer too often to women. Uh, they do some women marketing, um, and they and they don't really uh, market it at all to homosexuals. Or gay women. So um, this is actually taken from the David Letterman show. I like his top ten lists, and I browse through them uh, every now and then to uh, you know get ideas, steal things like that. Good. Uh And this one was his So top ten slogans for the new gay beer uh, Number ten Beer for guys who don't like bush <laughs> that's As funny. in B-U-S-C-H yeah, that's funny. <laughs> Number nine Uh Cold as a mountain stream Gay as a picnic basket <laughs> uh, For all the gay stuff you do This beer's for you <laughs> Number seven Made with the finest gay hops and barley Number six Toss one back, and while you're at it, have a beer. Oh, <laughs> ah, I like that one. <laughs> That's funny. The John's wretched. Uh, number five, <laughs> the perfect drink for spending the afternoon watching Trading Spaces with the guys. Number four, come out of the closet and head for the mountains. <laughs> That's uh, this one's good. Number three, We're going to this is for you closet guys out there, wreck your liver and your marriage. Number two, don't drink until you see straight. <laughs> uh, and number one, of course... The queen of beers. There you go. There you the go. top ten slogans for the new gay beer. How is that beard, the malty brown, coming along anyways? It's still in its carboy. Daniela's malty brown. Yeah. She has not kegged it.
4: Because... She's lazy. Uh.
0: <laughs> and I won't do it for her. if she decides she's not going to send it to competition. I'll do it for because then it's no big deal. But if she's going to compete, I can't. I can't keg it. She's so got to do pretty it. Pretty
4: much, you got to get the leather and the whip out.
0: Yeah, I keep telling her we're always Again. out, and then you know because uh, we're always doing stuff, and then I come home late, and that's when I do my stuff because I don't mind get home at midnight. I'll keg stuff. You're I don't care. Up. But uh not Danielle. She's like, ah, I'm going to watch TV and go to bed. <laughs> you know or she, or she like reads the German news you know finds out what's happening over there, oh yeah, be, yeah.
4: that doesn't work her up into a frenzy no, nah, it doesn't
0: make her I would think the German news makes you want to brew, right yeah, yeah, uh, so it's still in its carboy. Gucci wanted an update earlier today on the blue show too, but uh, so
4: you know when she comes here, we should all be standing over the carboy yeah. looking at it,
0: just looking at it going God, I don't is damn that, what is, what is it that doing? mold? what it's is that should, oh, you
4: yeah, know it's, it's just knowledge. sitting there, yeah, <laughs> How long has it almost' been four weeks. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's definitely time. I mean, it's got to get out of there.
4: It. Someone's got to do it.
0: Yeah, yeah. If she doesn't do it, um,
2: can she write um, tomorrow? Me a I check will for for doing the, it. N- the ingredients and stuff. <laughs> <The>
0: ingredients <are> <laughs> for <laughs> the failed ingredients. <laughs> yeah. All right, eight uh, eight 888 right. beer call because beer. we need beer. a Jeopardy contestant. And uh, when we come back, that's just what we're going to do: play Jeopardy. We'll be right back. It's okay. the Brewing Network. Thanks. The Brewing Network, saving your life, one beer at a time. John putting a little culture into the ACBC. (laughs)
3: All
0: right, it's the Brewing Network. We're back for a little Jeopardy. Okay, there was some confusion in the chat room on Natty's part. Um, here's the deal with the chat room contestants. It's the same way we always do it. And I'm gonna, it's gonna start right now, unless Natty's already picked them, because I don't, because I want to be fair. Okay, here's, here's what happens. The first two of you in the chat room, because there can only be two, to say either John or Dr. Scott, just type that in. If either one of those guys wins, you win a prize. I'm, I'm That's bring, it. I'm, That's your whole contribution to the game, is you just sit there and hope your man wins and you yeah. get a prize. So the first two of you, one of each, one the first one to say John and the first one to say Doctor Scott. I'm bringing it home. I'm lit. They're gonna play for you. I'm, We've also got our caller on the air, so why don't we pick that up and, and see what's doing? Aloha. Um, Aloha. Let's see if we can't uh, get this contestant working. Also, caller, you're on the air. You there?
1: Yeah. Hi. How's it going?
0: It's going good. Who are we talking to?
1: Uh, this is a white white shaman I go by on the forums. My my name is Sean.
0: All right, cool. Well, I've seen you in there. Where are you from?
1: Um Fallbrook, California, just outside of San Diego.
4: Oh, hey. That's where my parents live.
0: Oh, yeah? Yeah, Fallbrook. Nice. I know nice. it well. Is it nice down there? Or is it all polluted like the rest of Southern no, California? No, no, oh no, it's it's it's
4: beautiful out here. It's nice.
0: Okay, because I know that San Diego, if you're going to be anywhere down there, is the place to be. So if it's near that, it's got to be okay. Yeah, it's right?
4: nice. There's lots of woods and oh, okay, trees. It's it's good.
0: All right, nice. Hey, good work. Didn't mean to diss your Southern California then. My bad. <laughs>
4: <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, so are just you up there in what Northern California? Yeah, yep.
0: somewhere. I, I I used to be a Southern Californian though. That's why that me that's too. where my disdain comes hey, from. So me, I t- me too. It's not, I don't have it for no reason. I, I lived down there for a while. Well, then you lived I, in the I desert. Up part. here, no, but I lived in L.A. too. I, well, I, I did, did both. both so, well, alright, then you can. Understand. I grew up on the beach. You can understand. So. Uh, see, I didn't get the luxury of the beach. It, I was like, in, I was in Whittier. I was like, in, I was in East L.A. Oh. <laughs> so, oh, I, 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 uh, I
4: I worked yeah. Whittier. You so. did. See. I know. I know Whittier way too well. That's I cruised right. Whittier Boulevard. Hey, I've oh, been L.A. too john
3: i've been to la <laughs> i thought
4: that would kind of kill it out yeah <laughs> no no you gotta you got live you gotta live there for a while and get tired of it hey, john I, hasn't I, been
0: anywhere that our that Bart lived, doesn't go
2: i live there no, i went to northridge for. oh time. that's right you did yeah. go. there. it sucked there.
4: see yeah all right but you don't suck sean and I, does. <laughs> I think we need to get a map and we all put pins on wherever we've been yeah so let's, let's not do that yeah <laughs> you want to make a bet on how many pins john
1: needs
0: yeah, yeah i got these big covered all right <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right let me get this game rolling it is a shorter version of jeopardy we have our two contestants that are gonna that are gonna have their uh their people uh what do we got here gucci picked you john awesome we're friends thought you were smart gooch
4: <laughs> hey, you never know. It could no. be an upset.
0: I, well, I told you, I set it up this way. He, he, set, so up, uh, he
4: set up Jeopardy totally helped. different this time. I had oh, to try to good. help John
0: out. And then Appreciate The beeve has you, Dr. Scott. You're, pay- you're playing for oh, the, hey, beef. the beef. Oh, so, uh, hey, The beeve So The beeve And then, of course, we Gee, got beef. Sean, also known as White Shaman, on the phone playing. So... There's only two categories today, kids. It's, it's a it's a little game I like to call Speed Jeopardy. Oh, good. So it doesn't, Uh-oh. you don't have to answer questions fast or anything, I just cut down the categories. Uh, there's also a little surprise in there somewhere, and I'm not, I'll only reveal it when it happens. So. Wait, wait, okay? I don't like that. Yeah, he's <laughs> yeah. gonna reveal yeah. it. No, the, the surprise is fun, but it's gotta be... It just has to be unveiled at the right time. Okay, after we go through the two categories, which only have three questions each, so Dang. every question counts
4: here, what fellas. What is this, Jeopardy Express? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was looking forward to this.
0: Well, I know, but they tend to go, usually when we do Jeopardy, it tends to go for like an hour and a half. <laughs> but, it, but it goes so quick. It's like, ah, 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 no. Uh. I'll do a longer one next time. I, I just, I wanted to try this out. And especially as slow as we're moving this show, it's going to work out well. <laughs> I mean, snail I, I think we've been on the air for an hour. We haven't said a damn thing. No. <laughs> so here you go. Yeah, we haven't
4: talked beer yet. No.
0: <laughs> we talked a little bit about homebrew clubs front. and stuff. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. We'll mention the beer we're drinking right now. We, we moved from Doctor Scott's to try this Czechvar, which uh, we'll move back. Is a yeah. It's a, it's a, labeled as a premium Czech lager. It's in a green bottle, which is usually a sign of skunkiness, and this one is no exception. Yes. Uh, you can, Doc, as Doc put it, he can smell the skunk in mine from across the studio where he's sitting. (laughs) I
4: I hadn't even drank it it yet, but I've I've had this many times. I like this beer. It's got a good malt profile. You can can tell it's got, they use decoction. Uh, it's good. If you can find it on Draft or in a brown bottle, try it. It's worth it.
0: Yeah, much better in a brown's got to be. Yeah.
4: What does the green bottle do? In in short, doc, uh, it it messes with the, with the hops
0: because the light gets in. yeah. The
4: light oxidizes the hops okay. and it gives it
0: that skunk. So oxidation is the is the evil of right. Of skunkiness. And most
4: of the time, it's been sitting for a long time on somebody's palate. Uh, even you know, just fluorescent lights will get to it.
0: Oh, okay. Gotcha.
4: I think it's tasty. But it's an okay beer. Check. No, it, it, it's worth hunting down somebody that has it on draft right? or somebody that could have it in a brown bottle. It's a decent, good. decent beer. It really is. We or thought we'd try
2: it here today because it's the lager show and it's a good example. Or if of you make
4: it into Europe. Check. But then get it there. Go for this
2: it. This traveled yeah. all the way from the Czech Republic, so I mean... Hey, it's, it's beer's, prob- beer's gonna go, it's gonna change by the time it gets to our this hands. This is,
4: this is a year old beer.
2: Oh, at least. it is. Yeah. And
4: it hasn't been a happy life. It's like one of those Czech orphans.
2: Well, we say that about Heineken here on the West Coast. And it just travels from. No. Yeah, but the, no, 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 from but the, the East Coast beer of Heineken is fresher and not skunky.
4: But we're, we're, mm. we're so used to like, oh, Heineken's supposed to be like that. Yeah, it's like this. When, their when signature. I was in high school, it was like, oh, God. They're having a keg at the party at Heineken. Right. And you made it to that party. Because that was a good one. And it was not as skunky because it was a keg, but everybody loved Heineken. It was still, it was the one beer above a lot of that other stuff.
0: You know, call me a dreamer. But I can't wait for the day when we can just beam stuff around. You know what I'm saying? Because then this beer we could just get it, like no, you just order and they beam uh, it right to you. Right? You could right do that. Just, just
4: have the replicator. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the only way you can you, you do you it. You walk no. into the the wall and you say, uh, "Replicate a Heineken." Yeah, there or, you go.
0: And then there's none of this sitting around on the pallet for a year and skunkiness. Then we get to enjoy. You the want? Computer. You, want, oh, yeah. you say eight ounces yeah. of
4: Heineken instead of six or yeah. twelve because you don't feel like. See? All 12.
0: I am apparently not the only one who's thought about this.
4: Right. <laughs> <laughs> <Beer> dorks. <laughs> all right.
0: Let's get on with the game. Your two categories, gentlemen, are what the hell is... That's the first one. And it's all in the process. All right. There are only 3 questions in each. Okay. There is a 100, a 200 and a 300 point question in each one. So your categories are what the hell is and it's all in the process. Maddie, can you please uh keep score for me? Would you? And would you how do we do know that?
4: who okay. chimes in when? Uh
0: just say your names. Yeah. You're going to say your names. If you'd like to make a funny sound, I'll I'll take that too, but uh it usually <laughs> works that people want to say their names. So uh sean same thing for you you can you can say all right
4: name. that'll work for me uh, right.
0: you, this is like the clearest phone call we've ever had of all the technical problems we're having this one's working out where nice. are you like ne- next
4: door yeah <laughs> he's like what are
0: you in my bedroom <laughs> <laughs> all right no it wouldn't be that clear <clears throat> that's true okay you ready sean no. See. <laughs> all the, all clarity is going away <laughs> are you there sean hey sean <laughs> <laughs>
4: that's awesome i
0: jinxed him I go talking about all that clarity, then he's gone. Sean, you're not there anymore, are you?
4: Go play, quick, quick! <laughs> oh man,
0: now we gotta wait for Sean to hey, come. That means it goes to me. Okay, question. no well, he's got to be able to answer, doesn't he? Uh, make sure that phone's hung up so he can call back. Sean, call us back. White shaman, boy, White. I totally jinxed him. See, that's why I didn't knock on wood after you say that. You never say, people call me a freak for this, but when you say stuff like, <laughs> man, I'm so glad it's not raining today, you better knock on wood, because it'll start raining immediately. <laughs> it happens every time. Is he back? Yeah. All right, let me pick him up. Go ahead and, and do it there. Sean, you there? Sorry about that, guys.
4: Just uh. as
1: you said, it was a clear phone call. <laughs>
0: that's yeah, what that's that's <laughs> that's that happens.
4: Sean, what are you drinking?
1: Um, I'm drinking a, uh, a stout.
4: Excellent. Is it your stout? Of,
0: but of course. Very, very nice, good. very nice. Okay, I'm going to give you control of the board, Sean, because you're our guest on the phone. So all right. uh, you get to pick from either what the hell is, and you can you don't have to start at the top. You can go 100, 200, or 300, or it's all in the process. Let's
1: go uh, all in the process for 200. For 200,
0: okay. And I recommend you all listen to the entire question. Okay. Before transferring wort from the boil kettle to the fermenter, one should blank to reduce unwanted transfer of troop. One should Sean Go ahead, Sean.
1: Um of course now I'm gonna forget exactly what it's called. But you should you should cool it off so all the so all the trub settles down at the bottom.
0: No. Jonathan Go uh, ahead, John. Whirlpool? Correct. That's one should I, that, whirlpool. Yeah, that's how it's going. Yeah. I'm too so busy listening. <laughs> because you, it's, it's, uh, I tried to, to phrase it by saying before going to the fermenter, and usually the cooling happens on the way to the fermenter, unless you're doing it right there in the boil kettle. Um, so. I could do that. Yeah. Alright, so John, nice can't work. Remember, 200 points for you, and you have control of the board. What the hell is for one? Okay, what the hell is for 100 points? Lager yeast is a blank fermenting yeast. Dr. Scott. Bottom fermenting. That is correct. It is a bottom fermenting yeast. And just to elaborate, as opposed to what, Dr. The Scott? Top
4: fermenting yeah.
0: Which is an ale yeast, ale right? Yeast. And why is it called a bottom fermenting yeast? I'm not trying to be stupid no. here, but let's clarify anyway.
4: Uh, because they would like to more head towards the top when uh, they're fermenting. Uh, the English used to like to top crop and pull off the yeast on their open cool ships and pull off the best right. yeast. Right, right. Now, based on those two yeasts,
0: because I've not brewed it's, it's a lager not so, yet,
4: it doesn't work so much anymore nowadays with all the different yeast strains. It doesn't.
3: No.
0: So, do you not get that big head of foam when you're brewing a Hellas?
4: Not with a lager. Now you don't. Okay. Maybe like an inch of head, but not much. Just a little
2: bit, yeah. because yeah. all that
0: yeast is doing its job it's on the bottom. Exactly. Okay. Because right. I've not brewed one. I knew it was bottom fermenting, but I've not brewed but
2: one. If you use a lager yeast warmer, you'll yeah. still get the croisin. You will. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Okay. They like so
0: that, uh, that was uh, how many? That was 100 points for Doc. Oh, damn. Um, which leaves John in the lead, my friend. <laughs> yeah. Which may be the first time ever It is. John is in the lead. <laughs> so I'm going to leave okay, now. Cool. However, <laughs> Doc, you have control of the board. What the hell is for 300? For 300. What does the word hellis mean in English, Dr. Scott? Light. No. Jonathan? Go ahead. Hell? <laughs> no. <laughs> I might give this to you, Doc, but I'm going to give Sean a chance because Doc's close. Um, I'm
1: going to go for maybe pale. Uh,
0: it's it's actually It's bright. It's for Ah. bright. Yeah. So since the two of you were kind of cross-treating, I'm not giving either one of you the points. Don't oh, bite me. <laughs> but I will give you control of the board, Dr. Scott. Alright, uh, what's the- what's There's the, only one ant, uh, question left in What the Hell is? That's it. You wanna take that I'm one? Sure what what the not. hell is for 200? This is our surprise. It's the daily double, ladies and Dang, gentlemen. Ding, 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 <laughs> That's right. Uh, is it an audio daily double? It is not. Uh, it is just, it's the daily, it's just, it's worth double points. Uh, so instead uh, of being 200, you could earn 400 uh, points here, Doc. Excellent. However, if you get the answer <laughs> wrong, I will take 400 points from you. That's the catch to the Daily oh, wait, Double. Wait, oh. I don't have 400 <laughs> You will be negative, my okay, friend. All right. Fine. Okay. It is a true-false question and only you get to answer. Okay. True or false, John's beer sucks? Which beer? All of his beer in general. Oh,
4: no, no. His beer is actually really decent. I like it.
0: That is correct. It is a false question. John's beer does not suck. That's 400 points for Dr. Scott. (laughs) Because I've tasted many of them. How many points does that give the old doc there, Natty? 500 500 points. Oh, wait,
4: we, you know what? He brews more Mm -hmm. when he's single.
0: John? Yeah, yeah. But not necessarily better.
4: I'm back at the
2: game and I'm not single and I'm brewing. No, I've got a schedule going on now. No, he's, (laughs) he's. I can make wine. I can make beer and still, you know, I mean, Maybe that's girls. what it is. And maybe he's making lots of different boy? things. Yeah. yeah, it's that Playboy thing. He's, <laughs> yeah. he's
4: making me. He's making wine. He's making some hey, beer. Beer first, you know.
0: How many yeah. points does John have? 200? Yep. And how many points does Sean have? I got zero. Zero <laughs> points for Sean. Uh, <laughs> oh. Just for that, I'll give you oh. control of the board, Sean. Okay. Um, there's only two questions left, and it's all in the process. There is a $100 question and a $300 question.
1: Let's go for the all-in-the-process 300. All
0: right, there you go. Going big. Slightly raising the temperature of wort near the end of active fermentation, go ahead, doctor, is called what? It's a diacetyl rest. That's correct. It's a diacetyl rest. Explain, please, what a diacetyl rest is.
4: Uh, the yeast normally puts out a normal byproduct of diacetyl, which causes uh, buttery or butterscotch flavors. Yeah, And as the yeast will take up, all the other sugars has nothing else to eat. They will reuptake some of the byproducts, which is diacetyl. Right. So as you raise the temperature up, it encourages them to reuptake the nasty flavors you don't want in there.
0: Gotcha. I brewed an ESB once that. That was gross. It was a, it was like drinking butter. It was just a, <laughs> a popcorn bag, man. Uh, yeah. I it just, was, it, I might like, as well have melted like, my country no, crock. All you gotta do is there. take it to
4: the movies. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I should have done. There you go.
0: I Actually, I might still have a bottle in the cupboard. I should grab it. We'll it taste it. Dry hop pop. Uh, want, to, want to taste it? Put a movie on. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So that's a diacetyl rest. It's a good thing to do. How much do you have to raise your temperature to do it a rest? It depends
4: on the, on the yeast. So if you're you're going 66, 67 with an ale yeast, you can go up to 70. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. you can go that high? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, you don't want to go over 70, though, I, I understand. It really doesn't matter because after a point, um, all, most of your... Esters and things are formed in the early part of the fermentation. Okay. So if you're thinking, of, oh, God, my, my fermentation went up. Right. You don't have to worry so much about that near the end. But you have to worry about uh, autolysis, which is when you kill off all the yeast. Gotcha. Okay. So you don't want to leave it too long.
0: And so on day what would you do the diacetyl rest?
4: Depending on the beer. Name a beer. Um, if it's okay. a lager
2: probably after the third or fourth week. Oh, you'd wait d- that depending long. on about two, your Yeah, back.
4: about two about two weeks when you're done fermenting.
0: Okay, but an ale since th- there you're rigorous you, fermentation. You, you can
4: ferment on an ale in three to five days. Okay, and the, on the fifth or sixth day, that's and when you're you doing should rest 60, it. And, and if you're if you're brewing or fermenting at sixty six, it's going to take longer. Yeah, but you to get less off flavors. So you go about a week at sixty six. Okay, once uh, you're done with that, and you know you're down to where it is up. Uh, Pump it up to about 70, Okay. then crash it back down and and, and uh, put it in the kegs. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: So there you go. That's a diacetyl rest, folks, in case you didn't right. know.
4: All right. There
2: but, is only one question left. Diacetyl, though, could
4: be contamination, though, too. Well, you can get okay. it from also from bacteria. A
2: wild bacteria, wild yeast. Yeah. Which a rest isn't going to fix. Not no, exactly. it will no, Make it worse. It, yeah. No, it won't. Yeah. There you go. So you'll know. It'll taste sour. Again. Good point, John. Thanks, John. I'm, out, <laughs> I'm just hanging out, guys. I'm throwing gems here, guys.
0: <laughs> all right. So there's one question left. It's only worth a 100 points. Um, how far ahead am I? <laughs> you're so far ahead that you don't even get to answer this one. <laughs> That's how yeah. far ahead you are. He
1: didn't even have to answer the last
0: one. <laughs> yeah. So I'll make this one for Sean and John. Although, since it's only a 100 points, Sean can't even catch up unless I make it worth double. And then I could send all three of you to the bonus. There remote. you go. How about that? Is everybody okay with that? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So this question is worth 200 points. If John gets it, him and Doc are going to the finals. If Sean gets it, I'll send all three to the finals. What the? I don't care. It's my game show. Yeah. Right? <laughs> You're a great host. <laughs> Dang. Okay. Here you go. And, Doc, you do not get to answer. No, please. No. Come on. Come on. Oh, oh. <laughs> get a beer, I better turn his microphone off. I don't even You can't help You'd it. it. <laughs> all right. What is the name of the vessel beer is transferred to for clarification? Like, it's slang name. It doesn't have to, it's not a, you know, it's not a corny keg. It's not a stainless whatever. What is the name of the vessel you would transfer to for beer clarification?
1: Sean. Go ahead, uh, Sean. I think it's a bright tank.
0: It's a bright tank, Sean. Nice work. 200 points for my man, Sean. And he's going to the finals, as is John and Dr. Scott.
4: Damn. (laughs) I was jingling. He wouldn't call on me,
0: though. I'll tell you what. This is the first time John's ever been to the finals.
4: Wow. <laughs> okay. I use I use bright tanks every time I brew. You do? Uh, yes. And you filter because he makes cloudy yes. beer.
0: What's why? Why do you have? Why do you have to do both?
4: I'm German. I'm anal. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, uh, basically, I've, I've marked them all with a yellow band on mm-hmm. them, so I know that they're the bright tanks. I've I've cut off the dip tube about an inch. Okay. So they all go from the fermenter into there, cold crashed. For anywhere from three to five days, rack them from there, okay, and then I filter.
0: And basically, the cold crashing is the is the brighting. That's what you're doing. You're yes, getting it you're does. dropping yeah. at, and
4: if I if I really gotta really work on it, then I'll I'll put gelatin or another finding agent, and it just drops it all to a slug on the bottom, right? And with the short dip tube, it doesn't come back up, okay. And if you really want to have your beers faster, yeah, uh, you got to get the yeast out of there. Okay. You And uh, most of my plate filters, everybody says you can get five gallons, maybe ten. I can get more than that because I really get my beers to drop out sooner. Gotcha. So they don't clog up. Not so much junk in there. Yeah. Okay.
0: So, so that's your bright tank, and I recommend doing the bright tank. Bright tanks tank, are, are cool. Even
4: if you don't If filter, you don't filter, if it's you don't perfect. Fi- if you don't filter, it will get your beers ready yeah. a good two, three weeks faster. And and obviously cleaner and clearer. Or well, if you
2: don't keg, go to a secondary and Fermenter, and treat that as your bright tank. And then right. bottle. Right. Good point, John.
0: So Look, that's, that's... John's just throwing gems over there, man. Dang, pearls. What did you... What, have you been awake all day or something, John?
4: I just no know what you not guys drinking. are talking <laughs> about.
0: <laughs>
2: What's happening I over there? I get to there? hang out and drink beer and shoot the shit with you guys. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> The tough
0: question of the day. You guys are going to have to think about this. Bring maybe, it home, Sean. Maybe I mean, get a pen. I don't know if you need to write it down. Uh, does it involve math? Uh, it does not involve math. Dang. You're going to need to name five beers. All right. Are you ready? I don't I'm ready. Sean, you with us? No, pen. Yeah, I'm with you. Okay. Name five loggers that are exported from Mexico. Ooh. Five loggers exported from Mexico.
4: We me got something to write with? Okay. Um,
0: Um, And don't answer yet, Sean. Just think about them or write them down. And while John and Dr. Scott, they're both writing so that they can remember theirs, and maybe Sean's doing the same. The reason I chose this category is because of all the countries we talk about beer coming from, we never talk to the country that happens to be right next door to our own, which is Mexico. And there's quite a few beers that that come out of there. And as I was thinking about this, there was even a lot more than I ...than I had originally thought They come out of there. So I'm just asking you to name five of them. And I got that off the top of my head, boys, the five. So you should be all right. How you doing there, <laughs> Sean? Um, let's
1: see. I got three of them. I'm trying to, try to think of the other one. All right. Keep
2: going. Uh, I only got three, too. going. You only got, got three four. also?
0: Doc's got four? Man. See, this is the one category I knew more than you guys. How about that? It's very Nice. Kudos to myself, since I'm the uh, guest on today's do, show. Yeah, count, about you? <laughs> can we count
4: uh, light and dark from one Pacific? Absolutely, um, as yeah. long as it's not
0: an ale. And and I'll give you this hint: I don't believe that Mexico produces any ales. So I think that almost any beer you name from there is going to be a lager, even their dark ones. Yeah. So uh, I, like I the, see. All right. I'm looking at docs. Um, four. Can you do a Google? He's search got four. For John, how many do you have? I only got three. Five.
2: I know there's one of them. Light one of these. Oh. Dark I, I, of these. I will not
0: accept that. Oh, bite me. No. Uh, I will not accept light and dark on the same brand. They're going to have to be a different uh, brand of, of lager. You guys are missing one okay. that, um. How many you got there, Sean? Sean? I think we lost the guy again. Damn it. That'll work. Doc's, okay. got, Doc's got five. Sean, uh, I'm going to hang up on you, Sean, because you dropped in. You're going to have to call back. I'm
2: going to get another beer. Call
4: back. <laughs> Can you give me one, too? No. I'm sure. John, fish. how many do you have
0: before you go get this beer? I have uh, nine. You got nine? I'm kidding. I got three. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Sean. Hey, guy. How's
1: it going, <laughs>
0: What the hell's happening over there? <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> I think because I'm in the middle of brewing a batch, so I'm going between the garage.
0: and. Oh, gotcha. Do you ha- how many do you have? For the answer.
1: Um, I got four.
0: You got four. John?
2: I've got four now after looking at Doc's.
0: Ah, <laughs> oh, you cheater. I knew he was a cheater. Um, right, Doc's going to win this if you don't get another one, Sean. You, you, can you, Can you scrounge another one up there? Yeah, I think so. I have five now. Uh, You're doing it on the internet, aren't you?
4: Remember, I'm playing for somebody else on the (laughs) chat room. Whenever they're like, yeah, I
0: think, like if they're straining that they can do it, he's looking it up on Google. All right, I'm going to accept your answers right now then, Sean. Give me your four.
1: Okay, I got Tecati. Yeah. uh, Corona. Yeah. Dos Equis. Correct. Uh, Saguamama. It's a uh, C U A G. I don't know if you guys have heard of it.
0: I, I oh, know. uh yeah. It's. Uh, I know what you're talking about. People it pronounce it differently. It. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's your four. And
1: those are the four I came up with.
0: Okay, that is he. He's right. Those are all four from Mexico. Hmm. John, although you g-
1: Dos Equis technically has
4: two yes. um, different types of beer.
1: You're
0: correct. Doc tried to pass that one right, off so that, on me. That but would I, mean I have six. I won't accept it because uh they're both the same brand. So.
4: I ask
2: him first.
0: John, how about you?
2: I don't have diff- I only have four different brands. Though. What are your four different brands? Dos Equis, Pacifico, Cuervo, and Qu- Qu- Corona. Cuervo. And-
4: no, no. Oh, it's just it's Pacifico.
2: A- oh, Pacifico Clara. Clara, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Corona and Corona Light i <laughs> like that hey
0: if i was to accept light and dark i'd have to accept corona and corona uh, yeah, light exactly. <laughs> see
4: and i won't accept either one doc read your five please uh we've got tacati pacifico dos Equis, corona and negro Modelo.
0: Modelo, correct uh, correct Modelo, and and the one that that that, uh, that i had thought of that none of you guys got was um el sol which is basically yeah. a corona yeah. but uh, it yeah, tastes Yeah, I've seen that before. You know what I'm talking about? Actually El Sol's pretty nice. Uh, Corona's got that little skunky flavor to it also. Like and even though El Sol is in the, is in the the clear glass bottle, it's not it's quite as skunky.
4: A, yeah, exactly. You know what I'm talking yeah, the about? Cool, Sean? The cool yeah. thing about yep. Negro Modelo is if you look at least in Mexico if you look on the bottom of the bottle, it's got a little indentation so you can open your next bottle Oh yeah, that's you, right. Yeah, you put your bottle up yep. into it and you can twist, and you can it, twist it off. It off. Yeah.
0: That's a brilliant idea is this what is that is. Ah <laughs> uh, okay, wait, well wait, wait. I I ahead. lost again. John has uh, surprised, surprise. <laughs> surprise. <laughs> John lost. And Sean, I apologize, you didn't make it either. That's all right. I'll send you a shirt Dr. anyway. Dr.
4: Scott us some tough competition. <laughs> yeah, it, well, he is tough.
0: Time. I'm going to send you a shirt anyway, though, Sean, just for calling in and hanging out for us. Uh Alrighty. deal is you got to send me an email with your information. So uh, just send me an email. Justin at the Brewing Network, I'll get a
4: shirt out to you.
2: Okay. All right, thanks for playing. Thanks,
4: Sean. All right, thanks a lot, guys. All right. Um, what do we win? What do I win? Okay, and, what Doc, do
0: you were playing for where's Natty when I need him because I don't have it in front of me. Oh, here, I got it. I got it. Um You're playing for the beef. So the The beef beef in the chat room also gets a... um a shirt from us. And, B, you're going to have cool. to do the same thing. The Send me an email, and we'll get that shirt out to you. Ask any of your fellow chat room members who have won a shirt from us. Be patient. <laughs> it's a little time. <laughs> but you'll get it. Yeah. <laughs> Two to three weeks. You're All right, winner. So we're going to take a break, but let me ask first. I'll you ask, get
4: half a tube of Vegemite.
0: <laughs> I'll ask you guys in the studio first, and, and then I'll ask it to the chat room and a caller when we come back. I want to know what you think about the shortened format, uh, format of Jeopardy that allows us to elaborate on – Actual beer knowledge instead of just having fun the whole time because it ends up being long still but I, I i want elaboration about the questions afterward
2: i think you should definitely explain why you know that answer okay not just because you remember it but yeah you got to be able to apply it so i like that okay mm-hmm. doc you
0: you're shaking your head you don't like
4: short I, I, jeopardy at all well, no it's uh <laughs> i like more more maybe you know more topics b- yeah okay um uh, but I like explaining to it. Okay, because right.
0: if we do all the same amount of topics and the explaining in between, <laughs>
4: we'll have a one it's an One, hour. one to three hundred and four topics. You know, split the difference. Okay.
0: Yeah. All right. I see what you're saying there. I could probably pull that off. Could you? Maybe <laughs> tell you, it's not easy coming up with it with the Jeopardy things. Try it, Doc. I'll tell you. That, try it one day.
4: You won't like it if I try.
0: It. <laughs> <laughs> but just so you see what I'm saying, because you, like I'm sitting here and you, and you rack your brains about because it's hard not to make them too stupid or too tough. I can tell you that. And then when you come up with a category, I like when they're stupid. It's hard to get. <laughs> yeah, John at least made it to the final. Oh,
4: yeah, like what's the atomic way to cope? <laughs>
0: <laughs> when you come up with a category, it's hard to get you know like say five of them in the same genre, you know what i mean, unless and and be palatable for, for our guests. Oh, uh,
4: Natty's got a frozen so, bear. Look at that. Oh, it's it's uh, boiling over. Uh, all too right, much, too much time in the freezer. We're going to
0: take a real quick break. When we come back, we're going to start talking all about loggers. So, uh, get your logger questions ready, send them in to me. Uh, anything you need to know, uh, even if you've never done it before, we're going to outline hey, the whole we'll, process. We'll take stupid questions. That's right. Sure. Usually they sure. come from me. So, uh. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> I'm gonna play a little ACDC for our man Oz, who isn't with us today because he's out at the crocodile farm in Australia. With his family. Wait. With his family. Isn't Is
4: it all a crocodile farm?
0: <laughs> I, th- I think he just went to the special area. <laughs> uh, so, he was, he was with me on the blues show today though. He stayed up all night brewing. So, uh, and, and revealed to me that he has every ACDC album ever made on vinyl back. <laughs> so here you go. Some of you are going to like it. Other you won't. It's Thunderstruck, ACDC. Yeah. Uh, See you, us. Uh, we'll be right back. Listening to a bunch of guys talk about fear. The Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Yeah, welcome back. It's the Brewing Network. Woo-hoo. All right. Yeah, baby. So that was our short Jeopardy. Are there any comments in there, Natty, about what they thought about short Jeopardy versus long Jeopardy? Oh, Nothing, so huh? Me, so weak. So now I'm bringing it weak. We're bringing it weak. Man. What did I do this time? I didn't <laughs> even. What I do?
4: By bringing short Jeopardy? Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> High demand, uh, man.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
4: All right. I think it's more it fun down. when we have a guest here and make him play Jeopardy. Yeah. They get, oh, that, yeah. they get that glass-eyed look on their well, face. I'll tell you, that was the plan. <laughs> when I was playing in Jeopardy, we had a guest. Yeah.
0: yeah. But uh, it's going to happen. When you do a show every week and you, you book guests a month in advance, it just... Inevitably, we're gonna end up with shows where they can't make it, they just mm-hmm. bail. And then, and then, and then you guys are stuck playing Jeopardy with me. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you do. So Cause you, you win. Go. We need a backup. Expert, you know. We just, we need to call up Jameel every time we have a missing guest to play Jeopardy. Well,
4: Jameel played and he got one category, smoked it, and then just sat out. Yeah, yeah. He did. Uh, Although he did he, he get beat humble. last time? No, 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 no. Oh that, not, maybe when I when did he he came yeah, back? He came back would, yeah, he came back and I think he got beat. He did.
0: I think yeah. Because he, he got, did the same strategy. He got beat in the finals. Yeah. He made it to the finals yeah. but then he got beat. Yeah.
4: Final Jeopardy? Yeah. I think second, we ought to talk about rules happens. for Final Jeopardy, how much we can wager and th- yeah. do it the whole way, because right. otherwise you, you're smoking the whole way through, and then you can get your ass And then goes. you get jacked. Yeah. yeah.
0: I just kind of like that. It's so unfair. <laughs> Life isn't fair, yeah. man. Because you ain't playing, and, baby. And, and, yeah. I, I have a strategy. And neither am I. I'm still working on it, yeah. but I have one. Yeah. You've got the underdog strategy. Yeah. You're going to you bring wait. It. <laughs> You wait. Yeah. It's I'll one bring. day. You're beating him the answers. I mean... I tried my butt off on this one. I was like, come on, John knows this
2: stuff. Man. I knew it. I knew all his answers, Dr. Yeah. Scott's. I'm just letting him win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I he needs to it. feel better about himself. So. <laughs> I believe <it.
0: laughs> All right. So, hey, it's... Uh, if I love beer. I feel good Oh, pretty wait, I got right questions right from Me them. Me too. <laughs>
3: all
0: right, I could mention this. <laughs> I feel bad mentioning this right now. Don't, don't
2: say it. If you, <laughs> if you feel bad, that's yeah, bad, <laughs> that's maybe, bad. maybe you
0: should have mentioned <laughs> it off the air. Yeah, yeah can you mute? It's just, it's about donations.
2: No,
4: don't.
0: Yeah. And I don't donations I, to us. Yeah. Okay. I just think it's bad timing right yeah, now. That's I'll it. mention, Gucci, Gucci just wanted to, uh, he was m- mentioning in the chat room how, how would someone donate to the station? Um, there is a button on our page now that you could donate money to us, but I definitely feel that money's going to other places right now, uh, you know, like the South and Louisiana and all that, that lots, of, actually, the numbers that have been donated to that are uh, unbelievable. Um, I don't. Yeah,
4: and in all the scandals that are starting to crop up, and uh, you're always going to get yeah, that. You're always going to get so that. So much money's going there,
0: but kind of interestingly, in a, in a in a good way, and also sad, in, a, in another way, there there's been more money donated after Hurricane Katrina to to that area than like it towers over the money that was donated after September 11th, right. wow. and it really towers over the money that was donated to the tsunami victims. Which, you know, it's interesting, like, uh-huh. not that you should compare how many people died here and there and, and this and that, but uh definitely there was a lot more damage and a lot more loss of life in the tsunami, tsunami yeah. yet... Yeah, it's just, I don't know. Whatever. We're, we're going to def- get more, too. Just notice. This
4: hurricane season is not
0: over. Yeah, there's there's yeah. more coming. But anyway, my only point well, is... Uh, I'm we, worried about the West we Coast. Could, uh, yeah. <laughs>
4: there's nothing going to happen. Well, did you we're going to th- fall into the ocean. No, did you it. guys feel the earthquake I morning we, for last? I don't yeah, I did. It woke me up. Really? Oh, usually it doesn't, but this one like, mm. boom, lift me uh, up. out of. The- it was only like four miles from my house. I felt one this morning. I always just think I have gas.
0: Up and down, boom. Well yeah. I never notice anymore. I'm like, oh, is that meatloaf?
4: <laughs> well let's go back to donation.
0: Well all I meant was uh, we, we we obviously we we don't make any money here at the Brewing Network. We we could always use help. Um, it helps us pay our streaming bills, which are uh, relatively high. Which is also why we're going to sell merchandise and T-shirts. So also, so you guys could have cool stuff in the Brewing Network. Well, but, let me but, say but you so. could, in the meantime, donate to us. But uh, certainly donate to other causes if you're if you're tight and you were thinking about donating. That there are, there are people who who really need help, and we just need help broadcasting. Other people need help living. So that's my only point about well, feeling bad. Let me say so. it's more important. I, I don't get anything
4: show. out of this whole show. I'm just just here no. for the fun of it. Yeah. Um. Justin and John are trying to you know make this a go. Yeah. And they do need your help. At least the startup thing, and it's starting to gain some momentum. And I'd like to see them make it. So, <laughs> nice. uh, you you want to throw stuff at them? Throw stuff at them. <laughs> That's Thanks right. Stuff. Even if it's tomatoes.
0: And and that might happen, too. Did I tell you guys I served one of our listeners the other day? How embarrassing was this? Oh, Mitch uh, Hastings. <laughs> oh, yeah, he came to talk to you? Yeah. I mean, he was cool. He, he, He's awesome. He wasn't embarrassing. the The, the situation to me was embarrassing because – I could tell, you know, I, I, some of you guys know, some of you don't. I, I work at an alehouse, um, and I, I wait tables there, which is entirely, uh, annoying and degrading, but, uh. I need him. So I'm there and I'm serving this guy and, and because it's an alehouse, some people care about the beer and some people don't. And he was one I could tell cared and, and asked a lot of questions. So I kind of just got to know that he was a home brewer. I could mm-hmm. just tell. And I, so I asked him, I said, you know, you're a home, brewer, home brewer, right? And he said, yeah. And I said, well, so am I. And I said, you know, hey, where do you get your, where do you get your supplies from? And he yeah. said, oh yeah, you got beer, beer, more beer. And I go, oh, okay. And then I tell him, uh, and I don't know why I did this. I should have just kept my mouth shut because it made me feel, uh, yeah, I just was weirded out about it. I go, hey, maybe you've seen it up at the shop there, our flyers, but I run a show called the Brewing, you know, the Brewing Network. And he's like, oh man, that's you? <laughs> <laughs> I, I try to listen every Sunday. And I didn't, and so here I am like, serving this guy <laughs> he's like yeah oh, i'm a fan of the show and i'm like yeah i'm your server would you like <laughs> any dessert with that <laughs> super salad with your fan hood, <laughs> <laughs> you
5: know oh, oh
0: shit. man so well i mean it was cool it's very cool to be out somewhere and have somebody listen to the show because that's what we do this for so it's awesome to hear somebody
4: appreciate
0: it you know and he did and he well, totally appreciated. it but it on, just was awkward on the
4: same token yeah when I ask my server a question, yeah. and they say, it's a Hefeweizen, okay, <laughs> yeah. can yeah. you go check with somebody? Right. Yeah, you know, because they just don't know. Right. They're just slapping yeah, but crap you know, on my okay. plate, and, well, and you can actually tell them. Yeah. Oh, I talk all about the beers. And in fact,
0: I even thank the guests that come in who actually want to talk beer with me. Right. Because... I'm telling you, maybe one out of every 200 people I see there asks anything about the beer besides But what when kind they of beer do ask, you've got the answers. we got the answers. Which, which yeah. can,
4: you know, really yeah. be frustrating when you just. When they don't have it, yeah. I've traveled 200 miles to a place and, okay, I'm sitting there and I'm asking them a question and they're like, looking at me with a glazed yeah. look on their face. They're like, hey man, it's just beer, dude. It's just, yeah,
0: <laughs> it's just beer. Yeah.
4: It's a microbrew. And you're like, no,
5: it's no, not it's just
0: not. beer. Uh, <laughs> Get out of my face, you jerk. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I do like that part of the job when people get to talk beer. But that particular situation was just a little... I'd rather run into people just on the street who see the shirt and go, hey, I listened to you. Then that's not awkward. Then it's great. But when I'm like, oh, I'm glad you enjoyed it, you know.
2: Back to my day job. Super salad. It sucks. So, <laughs> I, so I probably
4: shouldn't, like, get a job at your place. No, no. It don't quit don't your day job. won't like. make you oh, feel I, good. I would run into people.
0: Yeah. I'll trade you day job. Actually, I won't trade you day job. No, I, I can't deal with mouths. <laughs> I don't want <laughs> to touch anybody's oh, yeah. mouth.
4: Well, somebody, sh- somebody told me once, it was like, what's it like being a dentist? And another guy next to me, he spits on the ground and says, "Put your fingers in that." Ah, oh,
0: yeah, that's what it's. That's like. what it's like. <laughs> oh man, man, yeah. I
4: don't know. Pick
0: this broccoli out of my teeth. Yeah, that's what it's like. <laughs> <laughs> All right, why don't we start talking about some loggers here? Ken. Excellent. Excellent. Now um, I'm counting on you two because uh, you're the logger. You know, uh, some of you know that John is actually a national champion with his Hellas. Uh, <laughs> uh doc uh brews one of the best Hellas i've ever had too Mm -hmm. he's he's left me a keg of of that over here before which was just good so you guys brew some good stuff and i've not brewed one yet and i think there's a lot of brewers out there uh both who haven't like myself because it's you know extra equipment to keep it cold and, and things like that um and also those who have but understand how difficult it is because it's a lighter beer it's harder to cover up your your failures um so they need some good info, and I'm okay. counting on you guys. And I want to start, I touted this thing from recipe formulation all the way to kegging. Okay. So, I want to start at the beginning like that. When you two are thinking about brewing a, a lager, and let's, I'll go ahead and have John pick one, like, uh, why don't you pick a Hellas, John, because sure that's else. what you've done. Okay. And then, and then you pick, uh, maybe, maybe this one you got right here. Well, John and I are, are, are
4: alike in a lot of ways. We both brew to style. Mm-hmm. So when we want to hit something. Perfect. We start, thinking of what style we want. Okay. And that's the first thing we go to.
0: So you go to the style guidelines. We go
4: to the style guidelines first, and we figure out what we need to figure out what we're going to do. Okay. And then we start falling back on what we know about brewing lagers after that. Okay. Right. All right. So that's where you're going to go even to
2: start your recipe. You're going to look for what ingredients are used in in that style? Well, if you're if you're looking at BJCP guidelines, and I usually look at the gravity, the original gravity, and I try to pick my base malt based on that. So that way I'm with within style. And if you're really tricky, I would say pick a gravity that's all across the board where you can have three different styles. And when you taste it, you might be able to, you know, if you're going to enter into competition, it can fit in like two or three categories. Okay. That way you get the whole gauntlet and you figure out what type of beer you actually are producing.
4: So, so you, don't, you don't have okay. to, if you're going to brew for a competition, you don't have to, oh, I missed my mark, I'm dead. Yeah. It's
2: home brew. I mean... Right. It's hit or miss. It, 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 sometimes
4: it would make a better, different beer yeah. than you had in mind.
2: With loggers, I'm more I'm more concerned about my yeast starter and getting a lot of good yeast into my loggers. Healthy, double my pitch. You know everything I possibly can going into it. Okay, because I think that's more important. Because loggers lo- are really light on ingredients, light on base malts. I mean, there's not much to them. Light on hops. You can't really mask any type of issues, contamination. What? What base malt did you use in your Hellas? Uh, it was all German pills, a little bit of Munich. Okay. You know, it was totally the style to okay. a Hellas, so.
0: and But even for for, for Pilsners, you'll use that same right. base it's malt, almost, too, right? It's
4: almost exactly the same. It's, it's almost, almost always the Pilsner same. all Pilsner malt. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot to get it in a two to four to six mm-hmm. uh, color range. Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: But the thing about lagers you have to be careful about, too, is the base malts that you choose. Because Dr. Scott got me thinking about this, too, is DMS. You know, you get... Like a what's it, a cooked
4: corn or a cooked corn. corn. And it just happens in Pilsner malts. Okay. So yeah. you got you gotta pick uh, where you get your uh base malts from. You're gonna get that cooked corn DMS and there's other ways to get it out mm-hmm. near the end.
2: Right. Yet an English malt like a Marissa Otter won't get as much DMS. Okay. Just because they're different. They don't germinate the same. So. Okay, but what's the downfall of using that then? It's not really to the style. They're maltier, right. more biscuity. Okay. German right. Pilsner are lighter,
4: you know, drier.
2: Think, right. of, it, think of it more, more sweeter. En-
4: more English almost than, mm-hmm. uh, than a German.
0: Okay. Yeah. Alright, and then are there any specialty malts or adjuncts put into
2: a Hellas or a Pils or something like that? Well, there's corn put into lagers. Okay. I've never done, i never
4: brewed with corn or this flaked maize. This one. Yeah, I it's mean, how much, corn how much? How much do you add to this? There's, there was about six pounds of corn in this. One, wow, so, that's uh, corn maize, yes, maize, yeah, corn yeah okay. uh, it's a fermentable. It lightens the body, lightens the color. So we're talking. There's a big difference between American lagers and German lagers. Correct, and and I'll
0: I'll state. I was going to get to a question about that too. Uh, that I'll allude to. You're right, one of the differences is also alcohol content, right? If you get an American lager, it's generally going to be pretty low like in the in the four three and a half to four and a half yeah, right roughly yeah okay, post- when you go over and you have a Helles in Germany, you're talking about a, a five and a half beer right. now yeah. or five seven even i th- I think s- uh, over six would be high mm-hmm. uh, but But you're in the you're in the fives there, Mm -hmm. so um, you're going for different things there. Now, is is that a process of of more base malt, or is that adding something like the corn?
4: I I think it's more of what the public will take. Right you know what, when we're talking about American lagers, we're mm-hmm. talking Bud Miller Coors kind of stuff. It's yeah, mean, sure. The guys want to be able to drink a case. <laughs> I yeah, want exactly. to drink a yeah. case and like still. But stand. when
0: you're when you're targeting a, a heavier gravity, what I mean is is, is it, uh, when you're choosing your grains, then are you in a, in a Hellas? Are you upping your your base malt or yes. are you adding yes. something well, like no, with you're, corn? You're upping your. You're base, up but, in, your base I mean, malt. in
4: German, it's it's just all pilsner malt. Yeah, okay. they're, they're not adding corn to. They're booth. not adding anything. So but the only
0: purpose for corn, like you're saying, then is for the
4: body and... It's this brutish style. Okay. And uh, it, the Germans came over here in the mid-1800s. What did they have a whole lot of? Corn. Right. So it just took a while. It's just... Pff, corn's in there because it gives them a lot more fermentables. Mm-hmm. It was cheaper. It was the whole... It's a lighter beer, It's too, a lighter right? beer, lighter color, lighter flavor. It's cheaper, and it gives them more fermentables. And, and pretty much the pre-prohibition stuff is going to be higher in alcohol pretty much like the European loggers okay and it it came after World War II and after uh, Prohibition when you know everything got shaken out and who's left yeah and what the market's going to bear right Mm
0: -hmm. okay I got you all right. Let's kind of breeze through recipe formulation then. A lot of the questions are, are sort of for the later process that I got coming in. So okay. Okay. so you get your base malts, you got your grains there. It's pretty straightforward. You're saying that they're kind of the same ones across the board with loggers mm-hmm. and Hellas and things. Um and then you're you're pretty much using the noble hops if you're brewing to style too, mm-hmm. right? Right. Yeah. And and that goes for, for both Pilsners and Hellas and, and even American right. uh, loggers too. They're mm-hmm. they're using the noble hops, which what are they, John?
2: uh was it Tetniger, Saz. Saz, Holotower, and Perle. Per- mm-hmm. hops? That's yeah. a German bittering hop. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um and you're not using a lot of hops at all, right? So, let's say you're doing Very a little. A, if I was Probably doing a 5-gallon batch, an ounce. Just an ounce. Yeah.
4: You don't need to balance much. It's you know, the, it's a it's a light malt base. Right. Hellas has got more malt. Okay. Uh Northern Germany has got more hops to it uh bohemian has more hops to it okay but it's all very subtle yeah Mm
0: -hmm. okay now what do you do in your process of mashing um and and boiling to deal with that corn flavor that you're getting out of those grains
2: i've I've personally never mashed flake maize or anything you've not no okay i just use german pills in munich but you get some
0: corn out of those too or does that just Gonna burn off naturally in the boil, and I think it'll boil good. off the DMS okay. part. Yeah, right. that's
2: why you do a, usually a ninety minute boil a, with
4: lagers. A big boil with the cover off. You know? Okay, right. that'll, do yeah, that'll do it. Ninety minute boil with the cover off, and it pretty much goes up in the steam.
0: Now, even when you're adding corn, like to yours, Doc, you're, that's gonna take care of that mm-hmm. flavor. Okay, yeah. just boiling. Because you
4: got you got DMS. Well, the corn does corn DMS corn flavor doesn't necessarily come from the corn. Okay, uh, a lot of it comes from the Pilsner malt. Mm-hmm. Okay, and it's just a natural thing a byproduct that comes from the malting okay it happens in the mash it it, it happens in the mash it's there and you got to drive it off gotcha and a good way to do it is a full wort boil Mm -hmm. with the cover off and a lot of steam okay
0: and, yep, and you right, always right. do 90 minutes too, right, John? I
2: would do 30 minutes without no hops just to boil all that off. Right. Wait
4: till that protein break happens.
0: And then do a and regular 60-minute tar- right, tar- hop exactly. boil. Just okay. to
2: get rid of all that. Yeah,
4: there's okay. a big misnomer. As soon as you start to see it boil, throw your hops in and call it 60. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, it's not there. Right. Get it rolling. Get all the, the protein to coagulate. Yeah. You start seeing that egg drop soup stuff coming up yeah and once that's going up then then you can say hey i'm boiling okay mm-hmm. i you got gotta you. get that protein to coagulate because when you have a really dense soup yeah the things aren't going to happen as well as when it starts to like thin out right it'll thin out when things start to turn into that egg white looking stuff that's floating around that's your hot break okay, right?
0: okay. That makes sense. I switched a long time ago to a to a 90-minute, too, after talking mm-hmm. to John. So yeah. even though I'm doing a partial boil and extract, I'll still do a 90-minute boil, and I get the same thing you're talking about. I get, the, obviously, the, the egg white on the, the top. Your beers and, will turn uh, out cl- clearer, too. Clear, yeah. Your yes, beers are clearer
2: now, too. Mm-hmm. Of yeah,
0: That's true. They are. Um, All that so.
2: haze comes from the proteins and suspension, you're boiling those off. Really. Okay.
0: And I think it's, it's maybe more important in in a lager because of how light it is and hard to cover up that stuff that you might be leaving mm-hmm. in there. So I think it, it probably would be a standard to do 90 minutes
4: on a, you know.
2: Mm-hmm. You're bowling off a lot of potential off flavors too. Yeah. So you just right. want to be as clean as you possibly things, can. Things
4: are general in the malt to begin with. Yeah. You gotta deal with that.
2: Right.
0: Okay. Let's start talking. Uh, your boil's done and you're getting ready to, to do your fermentation because I got some yeast starter questions mm-hmm. and things in here. Um, and so how long you logger. Let's not do that just quite yet. Um, okay. One of the questions is how large of a starter. And don't answer this quite yet. How, lar- how large of a starter is needed for a logger? And I just want to point out two references. One of them is our second show with Jamil. Which um, which is awesome. Which is now on the archive. I think I just put it up on the archive. Great show. And he goes through uh, because and, and and you and him had some differing opinion about the amounts of yeast. But in the end, we are all like. And, it, pra- and the I. The fact j- of the matter is, you can never over pitch when it no. really
4: comes as a, to a it. home brewer. It's, no, it's
2: really th- tough th- to over pitch. Yeah. It's a good segue. I practiced what he talked in the last show. My previous batch of Doppelbach that I brewed. Okay. And there are things about it that I'm not happy about. Okay. So. I mean, right. There's reasons why I think you want to pitch warm versus pitching cold. Okay. Yeah. Well,
0: that's another question. Is is and I'll I'll get to that question in a second. But sure. the amount of of pitch to pitch, you can refer. Uh, we'll answer it here too. Sure. But for a really in depth uh, uh, answer y'all. about amounts of pitching, uh, go grab that archive off our website, and it says it right there. Jameel's second appearance, and you're going to get a great yeast discussion there. The other thing, the other resource after doing that show, mm-hmm. Jameel went and put on his website. Uh, a a chart, basically of calculator. A, a, yeah, a calculator. Exactly that you can just punch in your quantities and it's going to tell you how much to pitch. So Jameel, I apologize if this is going to crash your server, yeah. but you put it there as a resource, so I assume you want people wait, to use wait. it. Jameel uh,
4: has his own website. It's, yeah, it's
0: just awesome. it's a little it's it's nothing fancy. It. But it's, it's so informative. It's just a little thing and, and he updates it semi regularly and just puts, it's all, you know what? There's no fat is what it is. Yeah. It's the lowest fat cool. website ever. <laughs> so you, when you want something quick and quality, go to Mr. Malty.com. So it's Mr. and he's actually, he's, he's programmed and put a calculator on there that you can put your stuff in and it's going to tell you the, your pitch rate. The
2: calculator, I checked it out today. He updated it yesterday. Okay. It, he has a calculator. Gives you the right amount of milliliters of yeast per water for dry, uh, white yeast, white labs, and yeah, dry wow. yeast, liquid yeast. So he has okay. three different variables so that it's he gives really you. really gone through, yeah, in well, that are, that are which covers a lot the lot of whole questions. region, yeah.
0: yeah. Well, so. Go to our last archive, download it, check it out. Go to com. You can really check it out for every batch you do. But for this particular question, have, what would you guys do? How large of a starter is needed for a lager?
4: Well, most of these people that are asking this are the people that want to jump to a lager. They've always been doing ale, mm-hmm. and I would say at least twice as much. So step it up one more time. Okay, uh, you, you really got to step your yeast. Don't just throw... One vial into a half gallon starter, mm-hmm. or two gallon starter, three gallon starter. You really got to work it up because right. they don't like that. They don't like to be thrown into the sea, and especially cold too. Yeah, they're yeah. sensitive. Um, a lot of I think people our I know friends are sensitive. Yeah, a lot, yeah, exactly. A lot of people I know they do uh, the three gallon carboys, yeah. the little short guys they use for wine, and the step up from. The vial to, uh, 1,000 or 2,000 milliliter Erlenmeyer. Yeah. And then they'll go into that. Okay. Which is fine. Right. Uh, so just make sure when you do the ale. Yeah. One more time. On the way up. Right. Uh, no. y- ale uh, lager yeast are very like, you know, like this, finicky. So you gotta treat them a little nicer. They would love to ferment at 70 degrees. 80 degrees, like everybody else, but they throw off so many off flavors, we don't want them to do that.
0: I like to think of them like this, like lager yeast are like debutantes. you got to be a lot nicer to them. Whereas ale yeast, they're more like strippers. Or to, right? get, to get are more want, forgiving. To, to get
4: what you want out of them. Yeah.
0: Strippers, you can do whatever you want to them. They don't care. Right? <laughs> oh, you're, you're still going to get what you
4: want. It's <laughs> it how much great, effort yeah. you're willing to so put, so, put yeah, into yeah, it. You still get what you want. but uh, Whatever makes you feel better. But
0: lager yeast, they're a little more like debutantes, and you're going to have to treat them right to get what you I, want. I
4: like that analogy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I really like that. <laughs>
0: Uh, speaking of strippers and debutantes, uh Daniela's on the phone who would like to say hi to us. So uh, let's see what's happening yeah. over there. Daniela.
1: Hi. Hi.
0: How are you? I'm doing
1: good. How are you? Where are you?
0: We're doing just fine. Are you in traffic or what?
1: No, I'm at work still, actually. I just sneaked away from work a little bit oh. to log on to the chat room, and the first thing I had to read there is that you're bringing it weak again. So what's going on with that?
0: Let's not talk about me bringing it weak. The question for you was why have you not kegged
3: your beer yet?
1: Well, you know exactly why I didn't keg my yeah, beer because up? you happened to get home last night at five o'clock, fully drunk. So In the morning, awesome. Really? Wait, wait, wait.
4: Whose <laughs> uh, beer is this again? That's right. What is that up to? Do no, 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 no. I like, I like the 5 o'clock in the morning yeah. and fully well, drunk, anyways, and you're still that, calling you know in to talk to him. <laughs> awesome. Yeah.
1: That doesn't matter because the next thing I had to read in the chat room, and this one actually made me furious. And you know what? We're going to have war at home all week long. <laughs> you said that my soccer team would lose. No, 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 no! You are
0: you're taking it way out of context. Well, uh, that's no. what the body. Hey, I told room you she told was going to I this. trust
1: my friend from the chat room. I trust him over you. Which yeah. friend only, was that? What the bar, him.
0: <laughs> all the all of your friends in the chat room. <laughs> 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 all right, guys. <laughs> what I did was read an article that you'd be interested in. uh Bitburger. Say it properly for me, please.
1: Oh, I know the story already. They wanted to give them like 10,000 liters of free beer, blah, blah, blah. And to blah, any team.
3: Right? Just, just
0: say Bitburger. Yeah, say Bitburger. 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 Bit-burger. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Thanks. they will give, yeah, the 10,000 liters to any team who beats, By- beats Bayern Munich. And they're gonna oh. up it a thousand liters for every game Bayern wins. From- and
1: you know, oh, that is so horrible. And uh, can I say fucked on the radio? It's just fucked to do that, right? <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> Beep. I mean, yes you shit, can. I this you and it just made me, it made me, it made me so upset and angry. I cannot believe why they would do that. It's, oh my gosh, Bitburger is such a fuck company. Seriously, uh, their beer tastes like shit anyway. I'm so glad
4: you're not driving right now. Yeah. <laughs> 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 <Let me see. laughs>
0: what beer show would be complete without angry Germans Yeah, what I want to
1: know <laughs> well, really I'm, I'm happy you're bringing this story up actually but it's really totally fucked what they're doing and I'm going to write an angry letter to them too you know yeah. that's just not okay hey
2: Danielle I hope right. they lose
1: <gasps> beep <Was that> <laughs> <laughs> I
2: just is waiting for the string
0: to come out of there
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh I'm close to a heart attack really I've been furious all day long alright yeah.
0: Okay. We got to go <laughs>
3: <laughs> Go
0: back well, to Well, anyway,
1: I just wanted to tell you that You don't say my team stocks anymore You don't bring it weak anymore And I miss you guys And I hope you have some good Lager information going on there
0: Very good Are you going to be here For the Oktoberfest show next week?
1: Absolutely I wouldn't miss it
0: Did you get someone I'm
1: going to quit if I have to
0: <laughs> Yeah Great We're all moving in with you, John <laughs> <laughs> Yeah
1: All right, you guys You keep having a good show And I see you at home
0: Goodbye, then Bye. Right. That was awesome. Angry. Beep. Beep. Angry Germans. Uh, let me, uh, if I remember right, back to this pitching question really quick, um, uh, without using the calculator and a very, uh, just basic answer, if I remember Jamil saying it right. A lot. Um, uh, yeah, for definitely a lot. 2,000 milliliters for an ale, uh, 5 gallons of ale is what, is what he recommended, and then 4,000 for a
2: lager. That, uh, that was the basic answer that he was able to get. That would give. be like an active starter if you pitched the night before. Yes. Yeah. So you'd probably have like right. a 250 mil slurry, but you'd have a, that, two, a thousand mil of wort. Wort, exactly. Yeah.
0: You're right. Thank you for yeah. correcting me. Two thousand milliliters of wort right. for an ale right. and four thousand, exactly. you know, for, for a lager. Which, Which is good, but it's but an, an active
4: environment covered. of good use. It's, it's so. all like John said, it's all about an active environment. You gotta have the viability. Yes. So if you've got a vial that's two, three months old, you might have a, Sixty percent viability, four months old, forty percent viability. Yeah. When you do a yeast starter, you got pretty much a hundred percent viability. Right. Okay, and that's the whole key about doing a, a starter. Yeah, you got a hundred percent viability. It's clutch when mm-hmm. you when you do it two three fold. You've got two three times as much at a hundred percent viability, Which and is that's what you want. So, if you're happy with brewing you know your five gallons at nice. yeah five gallons at uh and it it starts up right away, you're good if you're doing a yeast uh with lager, I would say about two to four times as much do do one more starter one more fold one or two more folds you'll be fine. Uh, if you don't, you're going to get some off flavors. And it's going to be the difference between a good lager and a great lager. I think there's a discrepancy, too, to a point. If if
2: you're a home brewer and you don't do a starter and you have a vial of yeast, you buy it from your home brew shop. Yeah. I personally think you're better off pitching warm, you know, 65 mm-hmm. to 75, let it go 12 hours, and then cool it down to lager temps because you're getting that yeast vial... An opportunity to start growing and and multiplying. But if you have a big yeast starter, you know, let's say 2,000 mils Mm -hmm. or 4,000 mils, and you're gonna pitch cold, 48 to 52, Mm -hmm. that's okay because you have that much more yeast under your belt to be able to ferment out in and to be, because you're shocking it almost too, because you're pitching it cold. So, I mean, there's win and lose in both directions. So. Well, let well, me make I, a
0: note here about that, because uh, we did have this discussion when Jamil was yeah, on last time, fun. too. A yeah. uh, note from the chat room is that in reading John Palmer's book, mm-hmm. uh, brew, right? he said that the best way to ferment lagers is to have the starter ferment at the same temp as the beer right. that you're brewing. And that's what, that and, and that's, and, what and, that, that's one school of thought. Okay. And that and 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 when John brought up that point, um, and and I just want this to be out there so that sure. people see the two sides. Jameel disagreed. Mm-hmm. He definitely said, "Get your get your your starter to the same temperature that you want to ferment your your word at, mm-hmm. and then pitch it." Yeah. And but but I also logically. I think yeah. that John makes a great point that it, since yeast like those warm temperatures, they're going to jump in there and they're going to start going. At, and you're talking about pitching just a vial too when you say this. Just a vial. Into Not your the beer. starter. That, you know? that it really It's going to jumpstart them a lot better than pitching them into a cold. Sure. Okay, here's the so caveat. Here, here's,
4: here's the caveat on all that. Okay. Yeah. Um, if ale yeast are funky, uh, the, the lager yeast are just Downright nasty. They don't like change. They're so funky that they just—you got to be really careful with. Them. You're a yeast farmer. Yeah. Remember that. Yeah. So everything you're doing, changing this, changing that, is gonna gonna mess with them a little bit. If you start putting them in at one temperature, they like. Oh, cool. I'm happy. Mm-hmm. And you start crashing them, they're gonna put a protein coat on. Them. They they throw out a protein coat. Now, I'm not going to do what you want me to do because they don't know when it's going to stop. They think you're going into the ice age, and they're going to do whatever it takes to survive. They're going to put a protein coat over them, and they're going to stop. So uh, that's what you are. already, you've already it,
2: you're still giving the opportunity to grow but, in a warm but, but environment, though. But that's fine. Yeah.
4: Those guys that like to grow in a warm environment mm-hmm. in that whole colony are going to survive, and the ones that don't aren't. It's like the, the fast herd, slow herd sure. kind of thing. Yeah, and But it's survival of the fittest. It yeah. is. But when you start crashing them down to from like 70 to 50 it, degrees. It, but it depends how you crash them down, though. If you're going to drop
2: it, them to 52 in four hours, well, then they're going to go dormant on you. Well, but if that, it's over 24 hours and a slow oh, decline. Or, or,
4: or over four days.
2: Yeah, but you're still... It, how long does it
4: take you to get from, to do one or two degrees an hour down... Oh, in
2: probably about two hours. If you didn't refrigerator and you had a, a yeah, carboy in
4: a fridge, you got to be mm. really diligent about it. this. Is the whole thing about why people don't do loggers? You need that. You need a temp control. You, you need, temp need a and You, to put you it need in. to be diligent about how fast you crash. And you can't them have down. temperature change either. And, and John says exactly right. You mm. can't just crash them down. They will go dormant, right. and then you have no beer. Yeah. Oh why 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 did I finish out at at ten thirty four? Yeah, uh, it's because you just crashed them down. They put a protein coat over them. Mm-hmm. And said, I'm not playing. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me interrupt for a second
0: because sure. what I really like about our chat done. room is oh sorry okay <laughs> what I really like about our chat room is how they they really focus the questions and, and get down to the to the stuff that's important. But we never and, see it and the nitty gritty. Go for it. So uh, what they want to know is, Doc, can you get a yeast infection in your mouth?
4: Yes, you can. You can, can't you? Oh yeah. You don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever seen one? Uh, yeah. Uh, several kinds. Really? Ugh. Yes. What, what exactly
0: takes place when you have a yeast infection in your mouth?
4: Basically, uh, what do you want to know? This it's yeah. from the chat room, and I think it's a great awesome. question. <laughs> Let, I'll
0: tell you why I think it's a great question. I was with a friend once, and he had, you know, how sometimes you just you bite a chunk out of your cheek, just happens. You're chewing, you're an idiot, and it happens. Everyone's done. Tweaker, it, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you got this open wound in your mouth. Right. and It's not like other open wounds; it doesn't stay bleeding and, and things you're like that. Play but with it for but a it's still days. open. This guy I was with. I offered him a beer. I was like, hey, do you want a beer? He's like, no, I, I bit my cheek, got an open wound. I don't want to get a yeast infection.
4: Is no, no, it's not that kind of yeast at all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was well, like, I, I don't say... think that's no. what happened, but I, did, I didn't know what to say. What, what do you talk? say to that? I don't want to have a
0: beer because I don't want to get a yeast infection. <laughs> oh, <my God>. Okay. <laughs> <I'm> fine. <laughs>
4: okay. So tell us about a yeast infection in your mouth then, Doc. Most oh, of those God. kinds that look, you, the, the human mouth is the nastiest place you would rather get bit by a dog or somebody's asshole. <laughs> you would not want to get bit Beep. by somebody's human human mouth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no shit. So <laughs> literally, um, yeah. Most most times when people have a, a overabundance of uh, yeast in their mouth and a yeast infection is because they've killed off all the other ones. And a lot of it's just AIDS mm. and other problems because you you've killed off a lot of other things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you can get other yeast infection thrush. And, and a couple other things just normal oh, oops i got that mm-hmm. and it's it, yeast is tough to kill you use like monostat in your mouth yes or you yeah you do um <laughs> one of the coolest things i ever learned and you got to get over the whole big deal with you've ever got um right here in the corner of your mouth that red thing in the corners of your yeah. mouth that just won't heal yeah you got that, that, yeah okay that's that's a yeast infection. Is that right? Yes. Really? It is. When it keeps splitting, like you keep yeah, opening your mouth? It's called angular chylitis. That's a yeast infection. It's a yeast infection. And the coolest thing to fix that, <laughs> ask true. me how I know, yeah. <laughs> uh, is right. you, you get some Monostat 7, uh-huh. and you wipe it in your mouth, and the corners about uh, three or four times a day for about three days, it's gone. Is that right? Otherwise you got that that corner thing that just, just keeps splitting open. Okay. And... Okay, I've got to work with that that whole vaginal thing that just you, you shoot, yeah. little, shoot a little up and wipe it in your mouth. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a little do you, trouble. Do you but, use the same applicator? Yes, it's the same applicator. <laughs> just
0: checking.
2: Awesome.
4: But you know what? It works. I bet. And it's the same kind of yeast kind of thing. Uh, if but you if you've you got, you got a raging yeast infection in your mouth, let's look a little deeper. Let's look outside the box. There's another There's another problem there.
0: Yeah. Okay. While we're doing this investigative <laughs> reporting, if you were to dump a vial of monostat 7 into your wort that you had pitched in, would it kill all the yeast in there? It, yes. Definitely, yeah. right? Yeah. It would. I don't know why I care about that. I have no idea. Interesting. question. <laughs> 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 no. Who asked oh, that right question? It goes back to why would you want to? Writer. Who was it? Code Right and Fool. Oh, I like that. It's Code. Code Right and Fool. Why would you want to? talk to you last week. Has he got another one? Uh... Okay, now this is, this is good. We're getting no, because let me tell you, men are stupid. Let's face it. Uh, so here's another question from the chat room. Is the strain of yeast infection you get in the mouth the same strain as say a woman gets? No. They're two different yeasts Mm -hmm. entirely. Man, yeasts are a funny bunch. Yeah, they are. You get
2: a yeast infection from taking care of a woman, you know,
4: if you're Mm -hmm. between her legs. Yes, you can. You can. If, but it would all depend on if you're immunocompromised. Because most Ah. most of your Okay. Most of your own body will take care of it. Right. And if you're immunocompromised and you're Doing the deed. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're gonna get a problem.
0: Now, would But it, normally, no. Would Don't being like over and your body's resources are taking care of other things count as compromise? Yes, it would. It totally would. Okay. Yes. Alright, very so good. So if you've
4: got a fever for a week and a lot of other things and you've been hung over, yes. It then could. mind your it business. You could compromise that. You know? okay.
0: okay. But it's a different strain that you get in your mouth. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, where does it come from that you get in your mouth? Does it come from your mouth? Like, where do Public. You- it's usually, Maybe you put your hands on it's your usually mouth. Already,
4: it's usually already there in a small amount, uh-huh. but it's like there's only so many houses in the neighborhood, uh-huh, uh-huh. and as long as the neighborhood is full, nobody can move in. So that's why we don't give a lot of antibiotics to just everybody. Hey, let's throw yeah, antibiotics yeah. at it because we, we kill all the good guys, right? and all the good guys move out. Guess what happens? What happened? The hard-to-kill bad guys move in, and then we got big problems. Yeah, I got neighbors like that. Yes. <laughs> Is that yeah, that we're talking about. right? I saw them yeah. on the way in. They're pointing at me.
0: Yeah, they don't. They don't like us here. They don't. They're pointing. Too much at, they're noise. pointing at me. Okay. Well, I, don't I just want to be pointed at. Feel like Ted Koppel. That yes. was good investigative reporting. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm glad you guys know that. Back to the yeast, real quick. Damn, this was a question that, that uh, the yeast that you put in beer, anyway. A uh, question that came through. Uh, I, I believe the question was directed to a logger because uh, we mentioned doing the...
4: Logger show? Actually,
0: I don't know. <laughs> well, the question is, what about stirred and aerated, will one liter be enough? It's one liter, right, Nate? Is that the question you gave me? Yeah. Will one liter be enough? And I think uh, the answer is going to depend on, are we talking about five what gallons? What was the question?
4: Is one will will one liter be enough Started. or is stirred and aerated enough? I think a hmm. thousand liter
2: starter done the night before... Would be 1, a thousand milliliter, milliliter starter. Milliliter starter, right.
0: Because man, a thousand liter starter. That's huge. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be good. Yeah, thousand milliliter, milliliter
2: starter. Would be efficient if you, and then if you oxygenated properly.
0: However, Jamil recommends a two thousand yeah. milliliter starter. And the same thing, they all should be properly stirred and aerated. But
2: I w- if you were to pitch cold, I think you'd have about a three to four day lag time before you saw signs of fermentation. With a thousand yeah. m- uh, milliliter. Yeah. With a one liter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now if you pitch warm, I think it would be peaked date, like after 24 hours. But you're gonna get, you're
4: gonna get flavors you don't want.
0: I can vouch for what John's saying actually in the beer that's on, that's in my keg. I did a thousand milliliter starter, mm-hmm. I pitched it cold, and I didn't see fermentation for, uh, about two and a half days.
4: You were freaking, weren't you? I was a little, because my starter
0: looked great. Yeah. So I was a little, I was like, man, and I aerated my word properly for the first time ever. Next time time do twice as much. And I will, absolutely. And I haven't brewed since we had that discussion. Mm. Do one more step up and then pitch it.
4: Yes.
2: Yes. Loggers are tough.
4: Okay. You got
2: got to do. We We should talk about different gravity of loggers, too.
0: Hang on, I gotta back up for a second. No, uh, could, um, would you mind grabbing me one of your beers? I was thinking Doc, we could right behind. Yeah, you okay. want to take a break? I, let's think, let's, I think
2: it's an ACDC would be
0: pretty cool because right? <laughs> I could get a beer and a piss. And we'll take a break after this very quick question. I only want to ask it because it goes back to the ninety minute boil. Right. I didn't get to it in time. Does a ninety minute boil
2: affect the color of the wort in a lager? It could. It could caramelize more. It could become yeah. darker. Uh-huh. But you're you're such a you're such a light grain bill anyways with base malt. You know, I mean. Very little, I would say. Yeah. Um,
4: I say the- theoretically, yes.
0: Jo- uh, no one can hear you, Doc. You uh, got to be on a mic.
4: Theoretically, here. yes, uh, but John's right. Um, I haven't noticed it much because you're you're working with Pilsner malt mm-hmm. and a little bit of caramel, maybe a little Carapils, Cara and maybe a little Munich. Ah, no, you're you're yeah, you're below s- six SRM. Yeah, all your color's pretty much coming from your base malt, anyway. Yeah. So. So okay. between a 60-minute and a nine minute you're not going to darken down that much. I used to worry about that, but no, I, I just don't see it. All right.
0: If we're going to take a break, it's going to be a one-song really short break. Let's do it. You can guys all run. right with that? Oof, okay. Out. When we come back, uh, here's what we're going to do. I got questions about temperatures, mm-hmm. uh, protein rests, Good. conicals, Good. Okay. how long you lager. Good. Nice. And recipes. Nice. So we're gonna, we we got to get to a bunch of good stuff. That means a quick break. I'll give you guys your choice. And, and for those of you who hate ACDC, blame Doc because he asked for it. And I, and I don't mind playing it. I'm just right. saying Doc asked for it, Simple. so I'm playing it. He's the only one I asked. Toast you guys Bob? didn't know. But if you ask me to play something, I'll do it. Uh guess I never told you that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know. Ask me. I don't care. I'll play it. <laughs> but right now, I'm going to do ACDC. You have your choice, Doc, between TNT. Or, shook me all night long. All night long. You want all 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 night night long? long. Is that alright with you, John? That's fine. Okay. One song. It's a three minute and thirty second song. We'll be right back after that and get to these questions. Good enough? It's the Brewing Network. Thanks for joining us, guys. That's the real song this time. That was the real one.
2: You're listening.
0: <laughs> I meant to just play the real song. Just in the background. Give Doc his full fill so we don't have to play any more AC/DC for those of you who don't like it out there.
2: For, for the next three months, or <laughs> nah, just for the day. Okay, I got
0: some other stuff planned though. I was just looking through my music collection from the Blues Show this morning. Yeah, I got a good one. I think I might play for you. Really? I'll give you guys your choice. Yeah. Like what? Tell me. I'll when we go to the next break, you're either gonna you have it. You have a choice from Bob Marley, which is not the blues, nice, or a great Bonnie Raitt song that I that I screwed up this morning because of the streaming problems. Yeah, you don't really get a choice. <laughs> Why'd you ask him? No, I'll, I'll let you pick, but if you pick the other one, it's because you're stupid. <laughs> oh, he,
4: he, it's a Jeopardy thing. Oh, whoops. This is for you, Doc. I keep I'm just losing playing this video. <laughs> <win> <laughs>
3: <See, I, I, laughs> yeah, you don't like this one? No.
0: <laughs> Oz likes this one. He's got it on vinyl. All right, we got a lot of questions hey, to get Sorry, I'm, I'm screwing around.
4: I got a, vinyl, a lot of vinyl. Just before they had latex. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> uh, I don't understand. Uh, me neither. <laughs>
0: okay, let's start talking fermentation temps because I got okay, a, I got a few questions about that. Um, the first question we should go to because it it, it doesn't have to do with specifics. Um, Pacific and, and, uh, <laughs> or Pacific, specific or paci-
2: whatever,
4: whatever. We've drinking drinkin beer. Yeah, Fuck right. you, Doc. I know. Mute Beep. Him. Beep. <laughs> Uh, you haven't turned off my microphone tonight. <laughs> yeah, I'm, <laughs> le- I'm letting you roll, man. I'm just letting flow. <laughs>
0: okay. Uh, we've addressed this question before. I like this question because I learned a lot from it. How important is nailing your temperatures during primary
2: fermentation? It's everything. Yeah. It is
4: it is the most important thing you're going to do in your brew yeah, process. Yeah, so. pretty much. And, and actually, the problem is not being there. It's getting there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Well, <laughs> exactly. Well, this is an inspirational yeah. talk right here. Um, <laughs> well, how do I'm you ready get for this. Well, you get, you, where's, where's, your, uh, your pitching sample? Yeah. And, is that, what is that, a 70, 65, and you've cooled your wort down to 50. 50, and you, you gotta, you gotta spit that thing into there. Is that okay? Or do you start it a little warmer, get things going, and then cool it down slowly. Yeah, uh, the whole thing is, is: Do you have the competition? You know, can you can you cool it down slowly?
0: This is like the Grateful Dead answer. Is yes, what it this is. is. Can
4: you cool it down slowly? <laughs> if you can't, if you don't have, if you don't have, uh, I a way a way to. A way to to deal with temperatures at a yeah. steady rate, yeah. you shouldn't be doing loggers. Okay, and that is definitely
0: uh, to the point. That's, that's a good that point. is the non-grateful dead. You, answer, can't, go up down. you, can't, you can't go up go and down. You
4: can't go up at all. If if you're thinking, you know, you're you're fucking up your your ales <laughs> up and down by going up and down a little bit, yeah. Uh, your loggers are going to really hurt. Yeah, yeah. they don't like to go up and down. They want to stay at a steady state. Yeah. So once you get them wherever you got to get them, yeah, keep em keep there. them there, okay. and that, that's the big thing is. Can so you, Can you do well, the fermentation well, there, or do you just throw them out in the snow in front of your house? Well, what's the range of a lager we should yeah, talk about, too? Yeah, that
0: was my next question. Let's you, you, give a specific example, because someone wants to know what temp do you lager at.
4: Let's use your Hellas Fermentation and lagering are two different things. Oh, okay. Okay, okay you ferment, right. Fermenting a lager and lagering are two different things. That's true. You're right.
0: My right.
2: bad. You're totally right. I ferment a, a lager bigger. at 52. That's what you do. 50 52 to 54 2 degree swing. Right.
0: Dialed and, and 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 is, is a 2 2 degree swing in, in the fermentation process okay. At least it's constant. You know, it's like you
4: your know, heartbeat. You, know? you can't you it's can't okay. you can't swing from 50 to 55 okay. back down to 53 back to, they don't like that.
0: So the so the a good answer to nailing your temp is you got 2 degrees to play with uh, and prob- that's about prob- it.
4: probably the, you got to remember lager yeast are really
3: they're Func- deb- They're, they're
4: funky. Debutants. They, they, they are re- debutants. <laughs> exactly. Debutants. <laughs> mm-hmm. They don't like to be messed with. They, they, you plan on going out with a date. They're mm-hmm. sensitive. They want to have that corsage. Yeah. You, you, you better have everything nailed down. That's right. They don't want to be fluctuating around. What, they're not forgiving. What do you logger your set? Your, your beer? Do I lager or ferment?
2: Ferment your logger. Um, 50. 50, okay. 50, One, I don't, what's I don't do, your, I, what's your temp swing on this?
4: 50 to 52. Okay. I try. I, I
2: really. How long does your primer and your lagers last?
4: Uh, two weeks.
2: Two weeks. But and then do you do you drop off your yeast and do you lager them? Your do you actually ferment? Do you continue to logger at fifty degrees for like another week or two? Or yes, do you drop I it? do.
4: Okay. I put it and then I start to drop it down if I can. And what do you slowly drop it down to? slowly down and when I'm lagering, loggering mm-hmm. st- cold storage? Yeah, it's about thirty-five. Okay. Thirty-five. Yeah, I try to try to keep it as Pretty cold. Much. Like you're you can. not fermenting anymore. Then no, you're not. But uh, they will work at yeah. that stage, and they will start to eat well, they'll up. clean it up more. They will we'll, clean it up because yeah. uh, lager use have a tendency to, to pump out a lot of sulfur, mm-hmm. some more than others. But they clean it up again. It's kind of like they're their own maids. Okay, they, it's they actually will. funny.
2: If you can get a sulfur like
4: a, a lager that t- smells like sulfur, if you let it breathe like a wine. It'll right. go away. Go it away. will. Yeah. And the same thing you could just other ways of doing. You can vent your keg mm-hmm. a couple of times ah. uh over yeah. the next three weeks while you're while you're lagering mm-hmm. and that will they will vent off a lot of the sulfur. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because these lager yeast will pump out sulfur. Mm-hmm. And the Pilsner malt actually pumps out some sulfur too. Mm-hmm. It's the sulfur compounds that they, they, they come from.
0: Don't be afraid to taste your beer when you're doing this lagering process, right? Because you figure you're going to dedicate six to eight weeks yeah. on one beer, yeah. You know? And so you can notice these sulfur problems mm-hmm. and 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 then be able to like like right. Doc just said, vent your keg and do things like that. So so re- you know, whereas when I'm doing my ales uh, and I'm and I'm doing it in a carboy, I'm 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 so worried about contaminations and stuff that I'm I'm keeping that sucker closed, and it's only for. 10 to 14 days anyway, mm-hmm. right? And then I'm putting it in the keg and, and then I give it a taste. But, but a lager is different because you're keeping it around so long. Do not be afraid to get a little taste of that sucker and see what's doing in there. Yeah. You definitely know? taste it. Uh, the chat room says that Palmer's book says, uh, no longer than, uh, no larger than 10 to 15 degrees from primary fermentation temperature for your lagering temperature.
4: Right. So he starts at 50, so he goes down to 45. Down to 45. Okay. Okay. 50, 35. So uh, that's, a, that's a pretty good swing. Right. But again. That's a big swing. Well, you don't want to do it all of a sudden. Yeah. If you're doing.
0: Well, he did, he says no larger than 10 to 15. So it's not like he's saying you can't yeah, do less.
2: Keep your ferment at a certain temperature. Yes. But then Depend when you go to lager. But when you go to lagering, yes. keep it at that temperature. Correct. And
4: you right. want to lager for four to eight weeks. Right. Depending on how big the beer is. Right. Yeah, see, that's why I'm it, it And, they're and they're you don't want to crash here. it, don't necessarily want to crash it down to 35 either.
2: Well, let's you want to slowly bring I'll, it down. I'll give
4: you a scenario here.
2: I brought my Doppelbach recipe. Okay. It's a 1077 original gravity. Good. Um, right now, after two weeks, it's at, it's like a 1036. Okay. So, two weeks, at 52 degrees, it's only dropped what? 40%. Mm-hmm. It's probably got another four to six weeks. I, I'm going to let it go another four weeks on primary. not even okay. going to
4: touch it. What temperature is it? 52. See, that's really cold. It's still working. It's yeah. still working. It, it's funny. when you pour your slow.
2: When you pour your hydrometer sample, it's actually carbonated already. It's kind of nice. 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 It's a good beverage. You yes, drink your hydrometer jar, you're good. How did
0: it carbonate? It just naturally carbonates already, huh? Well,
2: I don't think you have enough active fermentation and head pressure to actually get any type of
4: Cause it's, cold. Tube, it's, so it's cold blow off tube so it's all going
2: back into solution gotcha and, and
4: it's a cold solution so it goes mm-hmm. when I was filtering this one mm-hmm. I couldn't imagine it, it's so much coming out of that filter was just carbonation mm-hmm. and bubbles coming wow. out i think I, I freaked for a while right and then oh well turns out fine yeah
2: but if you're gonna do okay. a hi- high gravity logger i would say probably pitch a 500 mil slurry of pure yeast okay it, right off the get go if you can but if you cannot and you're going to do a yeast starter. I would say do another yeast starter two weeks later and repitch that re-pitch. right back into your and, and
4: all the other things that go with the yeast starters, uh, the same gravity, mm-hmm. get them used to that same gravity, uh, a lot of oxygen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I would bump them
2: up too over a period of two weeks that start at your repitch.
4: Yeah, don't, don't, don't. Yeah, I would start a week ahead of time. And every two days, bump it up. Mm-hmm.
0: Now, you guys are using very accessible conical fermenters as well. I'm using
2: a flask and a pot on my
4: stove. Well, well when, when we're doing the, yeah,
2: the starters,
0: well, I mean, to be able to repitch and to, to get in there, and it, you, you know, you're just kind of popping the lid and throwing it, throwing it in. So, well, I you start, know what I'm
2: saying? Well, I started my start of the morning of. You know, because I didn't have time, so I got a, yeah. it. It was it was active by the time I pitched it, right? But, but two I, weeks later, but it took three days for it to actually start. Because I was like, "What the hell's going on here?" Because I'm ter- I'm trying Jamil's thing here. You know, pitch cool. And I pitched at 52. Yeah. You know, and I don't like that. I'm like it's set there for three days. It's not fermenting. It makes me worried. You know. Yeah. But I'm like, all right, it needs more yeast because I don't think it's going to finish out. It's at 10:36. or two weeks, but I think it will though. But I'm going to yeah. pitch more because who be cares?
0: Fun. Okay. Well, the reason I was asking what you because there, there was also a question that you guys are using. Temp-controlled fridges and, com- and conical
4: fermenters. Yeah, right? you, have, you have to. You have, have to a yeah. You don't don't even bother. Yeah. You don't have to have a conical. No, but you have to have you a temp-controlled. You have fridge. to have a controlled environment, yeah. whether it be a refrigerator with something with your carboy in it, yeah, or whatever, so you can control within a two or three degree range. Yeah, uh, some guys. I've heard they put it outside in the snow. They put it outside or uh, in the basement where it's really freaking cold. Yeah, um, all that stuff. That's fine as long as it's constant. Two the yeast doesn't like to be up and down, up and down. Okay, but if, if
2: you're if you if you're going carboy to carboy or bucket to bucket, yeah. I would say definitely go to a secondary. But make sure you fill from the bottom up. You know, preventing any type of oxidation going on in your wort or okay. your period from right, that point and pur-
4: on. Purge everything you pump into. Mm-hmm. Have it, have it filled with CO2. Right. Because it's very vulnerable. And- uh, when you were talking loggers, you're going to have to have it around a long time. Right. You don't want to add any kind of oxi- oxidized compounds or anything else. So be very careful about that. Okay. Because it's got to be around a long time to get the whole logger feel for it. Right. Uh, and once you do it, you can kind of feel for w- what you did wrong, what you did right.
0: Okay. It's going to take you some time. Be Go patient. through the rest of your,
2: keep going on that, John, as you were. So you well, repitched after... Well, I, I, I'm trying something different here. I took the remaining wort from my mash. Okay. I had about a gallon's worth. Okay. And I put that in an extract jar, or basically a gallon jar. And I put it in my refrigerator 35 degrees. A week later, I reboiled that, and I used that wort from my mash as my starter. Okay. So then I got another starter going, and I pitched more Bach East. Okay. Now it's active. It's going again. Going again. All right. And today I bumped it up with a quarter pound of DME just to raise the gravity of that starter up to about 1050, 1060.
0: And you're just throwing that right into the conical? Not yet. No. I,
2: it's a starter. It's, it's in the gallon still your jug. starter. I got gotcha. you. Okay. So I'm going to do it again for another week. Let whatever my fermentation is going on, my Doppelbach, go on for another week, because it's still fermenting, you can see activity. Okay. In your hydrometer jar. Okay. And I'm gonna repitch that gallon volume with the slurry and the active slurry right back into it, just so, cause I'm going for an 08, 10-08, 10-10. Okay. So that's what, that way it's around like 9% alcohol. That's right. Very dry. Very nice. You know. But okay. I figured, you know, f- screw it, pitch more yeast in there. If okay. I really wanted to, I could pull off from the bottom of the conical, You know, and put more in there and get it going again, whatever, but...
0: What will be the total time of fermentation on this particular beer? It'll be eight weeks. In primary. And and then what will you do? I'll keg it. You'll
2: keg it? I'll keg right from the fermenter. At the end of the eight weeks... It's so cold. Okay. And it's been so long at 52. Probably after six weeks at 52, I'll drop it to 40. And and that's your lagering? Two weeks of lagering. Okay, so six
0: weeks of fermentation... Two
2: weeks of lagering. Right. I would say any brewer that does an ale or a lager, lager all your beers if you can at forty. Because not only are you speeding up the aging process in your beer, mm-hmm. you're just gonna drop out a lot of remaining proteins. Okay. You yeast, know, yeast uh, clearer beer. One of the one flavors. of the main
4: things is that a new beer tastes so much like that yeast bite. Yeah. And either you filter or you lager. Right. And either one, it gets, gets the job done. Right. It gets all the yeast out of solution. It Mm -hmm. takes a lot of this, the bite out of this whole lager thing. Okay. And so John's, John's got it going one way. Yeah. And I filter. Yeah. And you filter. Okay. So, the question from the chat room specifically was how long do you lager? It depends on the beer. Um, I like, John, John's going two weeks on that. John likes to go long ferment. Short lager. I use
2: no filtration, and I try to minimize all my, like, finding agents to the minimum. I have no Pure problem. I have greens. no
4: problem lagering things for eight weeks Yeah, before and I started tasting <laughs> How, how lo- w- Would you have had a six-week fermentation as well? No. Generally, it's a three-week 3, three week fermentation. Yeah. Okay.
2: Three to four weeks is yeah. good for any lager.
4: And then I've got so much turnover and so much beer that in so many places <laughs> to put it, I forget about it sometimes. I'll tell you what. I think a week
2: of just letting your beer go at, at lager temps in primary ferment at like 50, 52, mm-hmm. it can still drop an extra four or five points if you're just patient. Because I had that Hellas that I did was at 10, 12, and I'm like, you know, let's just let it go. And five days later, it finished
4: out at 07. Okay. So, I mean, and it wasn't contaminated, so it still was doing its thing. And I, I always worry about the same thing, about, oh, God, i got to get this thing in and out mm-hmm. in a certain amount of time. But I don't brew that often. I brew every... Four weeks to six weeks. Mm-hmm. Hell, let's just work not the not. conicals. Yeah. yeah. Why not? I wish I could work the conical. You need one. Well, I could work the, work the carboys. I got carboys, too, and I do the same thing.
0: I worked a girl who looked like a conical once. How'd that go? Kind of heavy in the middle, light on the bottom. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Couple beers, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, it looked like glass. <laughs> it was that good, huh? It <laughs> looked like glass. There's nothing wrong with that. Did you take your time? <laughs> Do you guys use a protein rest? The chat room wants to know. Um and, and I d- please tell me what that is. You don't need to with the grains you buy.
4: You it's don't just... generally, like John said, you don't generally with most of the grains you buy. If you could, uh, if your grain bill has a lot of, uh, high protein grains mm. like wheat, uh, oats, a lot of things like that. You might want to throw a protein rest in there. Helps break them down. What is a protein rest? Well, your you're <laughs> protein
2: rest. Wow. What is it? Did it, I just drop the bomb? It, 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 no, no. It, it, it you're all, stripping it, a lot of the head retention from your beer.
4: But but what and is the of process? Well, basically, of a okay, rest. every every do? every rest is oh, has to do with uh, an enzyme. Yes, mm. and enzymes have certain heat ranges that they work best in. Okay. Enzymes are catalysts to break certain bonds between long chain things that you have in the beer. Okay. If you got really long chain proteins, your beer's gonna taste really slick, really thick, lay on your tongue kind of thing. Alright. And if you wanna break some of that up, not all of it, cause, as John said, you, you don't wanna break it all up or you're gonna have a real thin beer that mm-hmm. just doesn't taste like beer. Yeah. So a, a protein rest, you wouldn't wanna do with normal stuff. Uh, most of the highly modified stuff that we have nowadays, you don't need it. Okay. But if you're going to do a high adjunct, high uh, wheat kind of beer, you want to do a protein rest. Okay. And that is, that does the proteases, uh, 138, something like that. 130, 138, in between there. Keep your keep your temperature there, and those enzymes work really good. It's a protein that goes in and attacks those bonds, and they they cleave into smaller pieces, so it's not such a thick brew on okay. your tongue. And then you move up when as soon as you move up into the one forty five range, all your enzymes are like killed.
0: <clears throat> all right, hang on, you're gonna you're because you're losing me. Let me do it this way. Okay. Whereas a diastatic board. <laughs> whereas a diastatol rest is raising the temperature a few degrees so that the yeast gets active again to eat up those things that it, right. those it's enzymes that it does that a protein rest is what Well, we're talking about the mash, mash. all about the That's ma- where the protein rest so, okay, is the mash, Okay now you're speaking yeah. my language right. cuz you you're starting in the middle this is and you got to start at the beginning Unformatly a protein bear. rest starts in the mash
4: right. okay the mash is all about enzymes right. and yes. what we're doing is we're like cutting big Protein, big long chain proteins into small chain proteins. Uh, one for mouthfeel, the other for, so the yeast can eat it. Yeast okay. can't eat long chain proteins. They can eat single carbon, uh, sugar molecules and things like that. So, it has to do, there's a big difference between where you are in temperature wise. In the mash, you're trying to work the different enzymes. Okay. Mm. And that's what the protein rest is. And we and John said most of the time, uh, with all the highly modified malts that we have now, you don't have you to don't do that. Any you don't have to do that anymore. A long time okay. ago, you had to do that. But when you're talking about wheat, uh, wheat bears and highly wheat things, they got a lot of protein in them. It's a whole different gig. Okay. And you want to cut them up a little bit. otherwise you're going to have a really thick bison. Okay. And you can you can manipulate that. That's why we're all grain brewers.
0: Right, cuz you can manipulate all that. Yes. Although we are not all all grain brewers.
4: You should be. Another
0: frozen beer? John, son of a bitch. Uh beep. Um, what temperature, John? You should may you have answered a beer, this. beer at? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you freeze a beer? What temperature do you ferment a yeast starter for lager yeast? I just leave it on the room counter room temperature night before. Yeah. yeah. I've seen John starters. I in fact, almost every time I go to John's house, there's like three vials sitting on his counter. It's like he's like a chemist over there. Uh You just leave it on the counter.
2: Just let it go. Yeah. You don't have to temp control your starter necessarily. Well, I'm not really worried about any type of fruitiness coming from the loggers at the point in the starter. Yeah. You know, so. And why? Be- because
0: it's not fermentation necessarily. I just want them to grow. Yeah. Or you, <laughs> you, you, multiply. You right.
4: decant off the crap yeah. that they made. Yeah. And you don't worry about it. You, you want know, the yeasty boys to yeah. go in there. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um So yeah. don't worry about it. Just put it on the counter where it's warm and they like that and they multiply. Mm-hmm. Because they're not at work on your beer. Yeah. And it's when they're at work on your beer that these off flavors and temperature really matters. Mm-hmm. So put that sucker right on your counter and and, right. and let it be warm. doesn't matter.
4: Uh, no. It doesn't to a point where if you want to be a really yeast farmer
3: mm-hmm.
4: and there's the whole school of, well, I want to mm-hmm. ferment... At the same temperature as the guys that I, that I've cultivated. Yeah. Uh, the guys you've cultivated at 50 degrees are going to be the different guys you cultivated at 70 degrees. Right. But but at at our level, cultivate them at 70 degrees like John has. Yeah. Because you want to have a, a big, active, healthy, Amount of people. That, that's a good point, though, because
2: they're active and they're, they're healthy.
4: active and they're healthy. I mean, the viability is mean. almost 100, percent ninety, hundred percent. And a
2: lot of those off flavors that might happen in that point will yeah. probably drop off when you're logging at 40 degrees. Yeah.
4: Okay. So. so there's, there's a lot of issues with loggers. What do we do here? What do we do there? What do we do here?
2: The only reason why I pitched warm before we got into all this being Brewing Network and stuff yeah. is because it, it made sense to me. Like, yeast like warmth. All yeast. Wine yeast, beer yeast. They need warmth. They need, yeah. they like, they want to grow. So why not get them active warm? And, and this isn't the lowest form as a home brewer. Get them going, get them active and if you can control them and then drop them after 24 hours into a lagering state mm. in primary that's fine they're peaking they peaked if you can catch them when they're peaked yeah you know right before they go into the anaerobic stage that's good 52 degrees and let them go out in 4 to 6 weeks on the primary they're going to they're going to lager just fine okay all that potential off flavors in the first 24 hours it'll yeah. just be either eaten up by the yeast or it'll just fall out with the cold temperature that's a good summary that's good or you
0: I hear could, or, that, Doc? Yeah, okay. that's the. Or non- I could work yeah. the other side of that. That's the non-grateful dead but answer. This
2: is the purest form. I mean, this is just me being a home brewer yeah. and just trying things
4: and like, yeah. all right, this makes and sense. and having gotten to oh, that and, and it and worked. I, and I'm looking at the side where I'm a I'm a farmer. Yeah. yeah, and it's the survival of the fittest. Yeah, who do you want fermenting your beer? God, um, you you want no? You want the 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 guys at 50 <laughs> degrees that like 50 degrees, not the guys that like. 70 degrees right so if you get a whole zoo of, of 70 degrees of 70, no you're, you're, you're okay you're fermenting at 70 degrees they all love that yeah but you're gonna have a 30 40 percent of somebody that likes it at 50 degrees and the rest of the guys are going
0: Right?
4: we can ferment all day long at 70 degrees and you crash it down those guys are just like i'm closing down yeah shop. but you're, yeah. You're, your your yeast starter is still at 70 it, it,
2: degrees. The, it is. So is, the only yeast you're introducing is at 70 degrees. Your word's at 50 degrees. We're, we're talking viability. But your viability might drop out. You might lose 20, 15% of your yeast, but who cares? You're, they're still going to multiply in that environment.
4: Well, that's not my point. My point is that uh, mm-hmm. you want to have the viability. The main thing is your viability, like John says. Mm-hmm. You got to get the guys to ferment out. So if you start at 1050- and you throw in some yeast that aren't healthy, you're going to get a 10-30 final gravity. You want to get the guys down as far as you can. Mm-hmm. And the first start is get a yeast that's healthy in there, and the healthy guys are going to be when you do the 70% guys. Yeah. The 70-degree guys, push them down, whatever it takes. Get them down. They'll deal. They'll deal. If you, you guys want- should arm wrestle about mm-hmm. it, I think. I'll lose. Yeah, But... Um, <laughs> It's, it's all about getting you guys started on doing lagers. Yeah, Don't be yeah. afraid. You gotta uh, try it though. Uh, there, I mean, there's different it steps up. on the way up. I wanna try this, and then this, and then this. And the first thing is, uh, if you want, it's so disappointing to come up with, uh, you start with a 1055 beer. Yeah. And you end up with a 1035 beer. Yeah. And it's because of your yeast starter. And John has some great points, and he says, get the viability up there. And the only way to do that is to do it on the tabletop at at seventy degrees in right, your house. Right. You're gonna have some, some just an emotional man. They're gonna go in and they're gonna work it. Yeah. And uh John's gay uh, you know, just want to hey, say that. Thanks, guys. <laughs> uh But he's got he's got some great points. With that's going to get your that's going to get your ferment down. You get the muscle guys in there; they're going to get the ferment down. It, it'll be a success for your first logger. Yeah. I just I just want to say this.
0: John's been throwing gems out the whole show, and you say one thing like that, and the poor guy he looks so defeated when you say it. He's like he just say he drops. He's like. What
2: do you mean? <laughs>
0: he's, a, he's such well, a I'm sensitive not. guy, John. Oh. It
2: does funny. I it just, it just went through one ear the other. <laughs> I'm so used to it. Well, I, I think like, my my po- on, my, my, <laughs> my point is.
4: Dive in with what we tell you and do a goddamn logger. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then after that, then throw some more questions well, at us. Hey, it didn't help well, because of this and this. And then we can help you. Well, we're talking about what we practice. Yes, yes. homebrewers. Yes. Oh, well, all I so did was every me, other
2: homebrewer that's listening. Yeah, make a logger and figure out what works for you. Yeah, well, you well you know, and you're going mean, to try
0: these things. You're going yeah. to try all of them, and that's how you all ended up but with pitch a lot of yeast
4: and be cold. Pitch a lot of. Healthy yeast, like John, John has mm-hmm. the, the cool healthy yeast thing. Yeah. A big yeast thing at, at room temperature, mm-hmm. yeah. and they work them. But my whole thing was, it's pitching a,
2: if you're pitching warm yeast in the aerobic stage versus the anaerobic stage. Yes. That you're not gonna get that much funkiness from your lager yeast because they're still growing. Right. So I, f- I felt like, hey, you know what? I'm giving my team a shot. They're growing. They're warm. And before they go into the, aer- the anaerobic stage at 52 degrees where I'm going to logger it at, they're going to have more on their side yeah. in that stage. You know, so, If you
0: really cared about your team, you'd offer them 10,000 liters of beer for uh, <laughs> defeating the, the winning opponent. It's just opponent. like soccer, man. Make beer.
4: Know. <laughs> no, if you really thought about his team, he wouldn't have brought beer in green bottles. <laughs> right. Okay. Thanks, Thanks, (laughs) (laughs) Doc. All right, let's 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 start to wrap
0: this discussion (laughs) up. I still have some questions here. Answer this one quickly. Um, Do you guys have? I'm not positive what this word is. Uh, You guys have temperature controllers in your in your refrigerator, like direct temperature controllers, or are you putting like ice buckets in there?
4: Oh, wait, wait, wait. Uh, I have Justin. Did you get like pictures of my brew house? I'm not asking for me. <laughs> I, I'm, my, I, have a, I have a
2: fermenter in a refrigerator that has a probe going into my wort okay. or my beer. Yeah, um, and my fermentation cycle is measured upon that probe in my wort. Okay. So it's dialed, you know. And fermentation, temp- for, yeah, but fermentation produces heat. So with a beer and a lager, let's say four to six degrees potentially, if you don't control it, ales. Six to ten degrees. Okay. Wine, ten to fifteen degrees. Yeah. Wow. You know, so, so it's it's an important
0: point that John actually has his temperature identifier in the wort, not in, in the refrigerator. Exactly. It's, no, it's, no, in no, the it's in the wort in the, the refrigerator. Work. Ambient versus yeah, and you know. that's important. Go Get but, that heat sink in there. And then the other thing is that that temp control device is connected to a controller that then actually. Control my refrigerator. It turns the fridge on and off and keeps you at a standard temperature. And that, if you can, is the only way to go with a lager. You can do other things. I'm not, but but the point is, if you want to keep within, you know, one, two degrees, degrees, you you got to have that. You got to have that sucker in your wort Mm -hmm. and then controlling the motor on your refrigerator. So there's
4: ways around that you can get the the heat sink into the wort. Mm -hmm. You can't really do it.
2: In the outside fr- of it you know, in the, can't in just the put it in the fridge now. well, a the lot of guys go into lagering. they go like let's measure ambient temp that's yeah. fine it
4: could be 52 but your beer could be 40
2: right because the, the cooling cycle is continuous going yeah you know it's 52 in the ambient but your beer's at 40
0: yeah you know mm-hmm. why is Definitely. it taking you know so you can't mark the temp of the fridge you gotta mark the word. yeah okay.
4: no, it, it's, it, I've noticed quite a lot that when it's uh, fermenting it's one one thing and then it's Six degrees higher. Okay. And as soon as it's a wane, it goes up. Right. We'll see. Do you guys know what a Brooklyn lager is? No. <laughs> I'm waiting for I'm a, a joke or something. I'm afraid to ask.
0: <laughs> I don't know either. It was, uh, it was a question that came through a while ago. I just was waiting for the right moment to put it out. It was, do you, uh, d- does John or Doc have a recipe for a Brooklyn lager?
2: I
4: do not. I no, sure didn't heard. say that. You said, do I... Well, because I'm I, a lumberjack and I'm okay, <laughs> I would like you probably I, a logger lot in New York.
0: I, I have, just have a funny feeling about this questions. I'm starting to get to know when, like at first, the, the chat room could throw any question, it would come to me and I'd ask it, and they were, you know, screwing with <laughs> us all the time. They and I'm starting to get to know a little bit about like where they're coming from. I have a little feeling that a Brooklyn logger is like a jar of urine or something yeah. Good. you know like you're just coming home from the bar uh, if this person is still in the chat room because it did come through a while ago let me know what explain Bro- yourself Lucy. what a brooklyn lager <laughs> is you sneakies although maybe it's you know, it could, could be, be something legit. totally legit okay let's talk oxygenation for a second i want to keep it short and sweet uh, uh, that's uh. that's you doc short and sweet well, it's john too uh i like this question because we've talked about it before and because it got answered for me um hmm. and 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 I just now changed this uh is oxygenation with a stone worth the trouble, or is a vigorous stir good enough
4: uh, oxygenation <laughs> no problem pure o two you yeah. get more
2: oxygenation pure o two into solution, yeah in like one two minute time if you were to shake it' take forty five minutes to to an hour to get even half the parts per million of oxygen in dissolution and yeah. it w-
4: and it will that's what y e says, and the dissolution is within two hours, yeah. Okay. Oh, so you're you're almost like putting it in as fast as it's coming out, right? And you and it depends what brewer are, brewer you are or who you ask. Yeah, you can
2: auction it with pure O two in the first twenty four hours aerob- aerobic stage, right? You know, two
4: to three times. Okay, that's what I do. Yeah, you do it. See. How many times? I do it at first, mm-hmm. then I pitch. Yep. within two hours, I do it again. Well, it depends if I'm sleeping or not. If so mm. I go to sleep, then I wake up in the morning, and if I don't have active fermentation, I oxygenate it again. again? Okay. And boom. By the time I come at lunch, it's gone. It's gone. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah. So it's clutch. Let me give you the answer that I've gotten from going from a, a, a beginning home brewer, from the time I bought my kit and said, how the heck do I do this, to where I'm at now, which is who the hell knows, <laughs> somewhere <laughs> in the low to intermediate uh, section. Um when you buy a kit and you're just starting homebrewing, uh, you will be told... And you'll be told all the time, uh, partly because your homebrew shop wants you to buy the stuff and and not feel like you're being overwhelmed with. This is all my impression, by the way. Uh, not feel like you're overwhelmed with extra things that you have to buy. They give you the most basic things to brew beer, and you're gonna brew good beer that way. Most so of the knowledge. <laughs> so when I bought my, uh, rather, when my kit was bought for me, and I went through the directions, um, it says you know to do the rigorous shake, to shake your carboy up, and and to go to do it for a good. 10 minutes or so to get the oxygen in there. Um, and and you're going to go about your happy way and actually probably produce a, a pretty good beer your first time as long as you follow the instructions and think that all of that is fine. Um, as you start to talk to people later, now that they know you're willing to buy more products because you want good beer, you're going to find out that shaking it, is completely inadequate. You're absolutely not getting enough oxygen in your wort by just shaking your carboy. Mm-hmm. You're getting enough to conduct fermentation, but it's not gonna start fast enough. It's not the healthiest fermentation. There are things that you'll notice later on as your palate improves mm-hmm. that, that when you change over to, to using pure oxygen on a stone, you're gonna notice the difference. And I, I just, I'm, I'm telling you this because I, my last batch, which is probably my 15th batch or something, is the, only the first time I've moved over to a stone. The rest of the time, I was shaking it. And, and it was only toward the end when people discovered that I had brewed a few and that I kind of know what I'm talking about that they said, why would you be shaking your carboy? You have to oxygenate. You have to. Right. And they won't talk to you like that when you're starting because no one wants to be discouraging. You know, and and it's not an expensive piece of equipment. That's not what I mean. But but you 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 tend to get discouraged when people say you need this, you need that, you need this. So it gets overwhelming. It gets overwhelming. So you are fine shaking your carboy. That's not what I mean. Better than nothing. My first batch was one of the best batches I ever brewed. It was great. Right. Um, Probably because it's the first time I produced beer out of my own home, and (laughs) and and my palate appreciates that (laughs) one way or the other. But absolutely, it's worth every penny. Of buying the, the the canister and the stone is is what I I've come to find out through talking to you guys and people who have come in the studio. Uh, when you when you run a beer show, they expect you to know a little bit of something. Yeah. They look at me like I'm a tard when I say I don't have an oxygen tank you know, and I don't put right. it in there. So get it.
4: Uh, the two the man. two things are the oxygen tank yeah. and the stone and the stone. The, stone, right. the, oxy- yeah, the oxygen is pure oxygen, and the stone actually gets it into solution faster by right. smaller bubbles. Good point. And it's all about the the phase, the lag phase. Mm-hmm. And you want to The only reason you want to put oxygen in there is to have them build more yeasty boys. Yeasty boys. Not uh, while boys. we're uh,
0: let's do this quick. T- uh, while we're on oxygenation, has anyone tried to? This is from the chat room. Anyone tried to oxygenate with hydrogen peroxide? What?
4: No, but I I actually read some. You've heard of that? Yes, I am. Okay. What, you just pour it in what what's the Well, it, it dissolutions into uh water and oxygen is that dry
0: yeah no no, no. but no. you know you pour you pour it on your on your wounds right. or whatever you uh, can okay. see it just turning into water and oxygen it right there like crap but yeah. uh
4: huh.
0: yes i have read you've heard of that yes i have. It's interesting i have you ever how much would you no i've never tried it because drops. I'm a waste and have you ever known anybody who's tried it or no no that's interesting. But in theory, it should work. Yeah? And then and leave no, no trace right. of flavor? It
4: should, it should, well, if you're going to go 100% uh-huh. to one direction, it's going to go to oxygen, yeah. O2, and water. And water. but Leave nothing behind. But it's not going to go 100%. No? So you get some... Why? Because there's impurities in hydrogen? Uh, n- no. Pretty much, you know, n- nothing goes 100%.
0: Okay. Yeah, Hmm. you can pretty much count on that in in all walks of life, (laughs) right? Yeah, okay. Um, But but
4: in theory, it should work. Hmm.
0: This is a good question.
4: I never thought of this.
0: Uh, If you ferment in a fridge, wouldn't the CO two blow the door off, or at least open it? Right. I guess it depends on how much CO two
4: you would need a ton of pressure. Okay. Do you have a hundred percent seal on that? refrigerator I don't think any fridge has that okay you don't um, I just i just actually I just put a latch on mine oh you do? Tr- pressure like I had to teach the wife how to use that one
0: and did you do that just in case it was gonna pop up no open? I had some no.
4: problems with it I came out and I was like oh shit it's open again it's open an inch and I had to close it yeah um yeah I don't, I don't think any household refrigerator you find or buy
2: off the internet i, I think it, I think the, the
4: magnetic Pressure of that seal is mm-hmm. not gonna match what you got, so no, it's not gonna blow it open. Okay. Yeah. You're fine. I'm but sorry. But it will vent, <laughs> it will vent in certain place. Alright, back to
0: temp for a sec. Um, how important is the temperature of your fermentation in the first twenty four hours? I have a beer that fermented for about twenty four hours from the chat room, um, at about eighty degrees then uh, I added then I put it in a bucket of water and cooled it down to seventy two He's gonna have a ha- well,
2: haze issues
4: there's there's a lot of things with that one fruity um, fruitiness well, most through. of the esters and the icky things come out in the first part mm-hmm. uh the first twelve hours is probably cool because that's all your your yeast, oxygen, and making more guys mm-hmm. uh, but after that it's all making those off flavors. Yeah. And especially at that, that temperature, you get a lot of fusel alcohols. Yeah. Uh, the headache things. and He'll have a lot of fruity esters in
2: his beer, fusel alcohols. Uh, I think he'll have haze issues. Um, it won't be a clear beer. It'll be unbalanced over bitter or under that's beer. That's
4: why I like to cool it to whatever temperature I'm going to do it, and then I pitch.
2: And a lot of home brewers, have n- they can't help it. You know, they're, they're you do the victims of the do. environment,
4: you know. 75 to 80 degrees in summertime. What can you do? Right. Well, what you can do is you can pick a, a different yeast that will tolerate that. True. Like a Cal Ale. A Cal Ale will be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That kind of thing. But it's
2: it's still worth your investment. I mean, if you're going to m- take all that time to brew, spend three to four hours of time making a good a b- batch of beer. Yeah. Why not go buy like a fifty, hundred dollar refrigerator and put it into a.
0: Well, I think you're right that it, it it's it's definitely worth the investment. Mm. Doesn't mean that everybody has the investment sure. to make. There's also the other point that I think people fear, and I definitely the ha- wife have factor? have feared it too. Well, there's that. <laughs> <laughs> there's definitely that. I have the wife factor. the 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 electric bill factor because I think that. A, and I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up a good anecdote that you, if you, and if you look at MrMalty.com, dot yeah. yeah. makes an awesome uh, uh, reference to this. Uh, I think. People think you know you already have your kegerator if you're kegging, yeah. so that's an extra fridge, yeah. you know, plus your regular fridge for the house, and now you're going to get another fridge. Doc's got four of them, five of them. Uh, now you're going to get another fridge to put your 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 fermentation vessel in. Um, if you get a newer style fridge, for one, the energy, anything with an energy saver on it, especially if you don't buy a full size for your fermenter, you're actually going to do really well mm-hmm. on fermentation. I'm mm-hmm. uh, uh, sorry, on 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 electric bill. Mm-hmm. Um, the older ones, I'm guessing yours, John, isn't the most economical. That might cost you some cash in your in your electric bill. No, it's not bad, is no. it? Okay. Oh, okay, you've got it. John, what John has is an old beverage fridge, like a commercial beverage fridge, but a small one. It's it's by
2: True, True like, Manufacturing. Okay, yeah, but like you'd see on a
0: like just a Sprite display at the Seven yeah, Eleven, a tiny exactly, thing, same you know. Thing. Um, and okay. that's what you used to put your got your for thirty dollars, thirty bucks, and it doesn't it doesn't up your
2: your bill too much. My PGNIL, PG uh, nil PG PG&E bill is about thirty five bucks a month.
3: Okay.
0: Not bad. So I think people fear that sort of thing and it's really not bad. And on Mr. Malty, if you go check that out, Mr. Malty.com, Jamil says he's got an entire walk-in fridge shed set up. But he has a whole AC. He he has a, he he runs one of those window AC units. Mm -hmm. It's a small, regular window AC units and he's insulated the whole thing. Mm -hmm. The the whole description is on there. Mm -hmm. But you think about that and, and you think about how much that thing must run and, and it, you know, sort of rationally, it starts to go like, man, that's insane. Especially Turns out, Grove there, too. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out the thing runs maybe 30 minutes a day. Wow. Uh, I don't even think that. He's well insulated, then. He's very well so insulated. I Actually, I, don't even, I think I'm he wrong. He has a temperature controller on his insulin. AC. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's calculated that in PG&E, so this is for a shed, and, and the dimensions are on his site. I don't know offhand, but just your regular tool shed type mm-hmm. of size, basically. It's not big. It's not tiny, either. He is average. I th- I think it said like $3 a month, like 3 to 6 bucks a month. And he's got a walk-in cooler yeah. now that keeps all of his stuff down, you know, all of his kegs, he can ferment if he wants to if the temperature's right, all of that stuff. So don't worry too much about the PG&E and or, or about the the electric. Sorry, it's called PG&E on the West Coast. Uh, don't worry too much about it unless you buy like a 1950s refrigerator. Yeah, be careful. With because those. that's where and and seriously, that's where you're, because they still run, they run great and mm-hmm. you can get them for free. Yeah. But that's where your electric bill is going to come into hand. A- anything from the from the even early 90s mm-hmm. until now, it's really not going to run you up too much. Just you don't need a full size. Well,
2: if if you can't afford that, put in your bathtub. Cold water every morning. Drop the drain. Put cold water in you it. You
4: can't. You can't do loggers like that. But yeah, but it's cooler. You do your Ales. Well, there's, there's got a lot of guys that have snow
2: or freeze or use your freezer. The you know, snow freeze guys. like have ten gallon. You know, ten jars of like one gallon jugs. Throw it into a bath vice. You know, that'll get down to about fifty questions. 60.
0: Yeah, White Shaman, who was, who played Jeopardy with us. Sean, I'm gonna tell you right now, you're brewing a batch of bananas. Uh, Uh, (laughs) he was
3: brewing a Belgian, I already know, I only know this from experience,
0: (laughs) not because I'm a brew genius, that's for damn sure. Uh, he said he was brewing a Belgian wit at, uh, 80 degrees. And, uh, my half, my half uh, that I brewed was up at about seventy eight uh, and yeah, I could, it'll
4: be a lactic banana. Yeah,
0: F- I, I have my carboys, they sit outside the door of my of my room and it's a fairly large room, so I'm a good I don't know, twenty feet away or something from that thing. I could smell the bananas in my room <laughs> when Whoa. that thing was fermenting like near the end. That's cool. uh, 80 degrees is way hot. Even though a wit and a, and a Weitz beer, uh, you, you can do, you know, slightly warm, cause they really like that and it's quick. If you like that. The, the warmer you go, the more banana and clove you're gonna get. Mm-hmm. So, how much do you like bananas? <laughs> it's basically, I guess, a good question. 80
4: degrees, am I right? 80 degrees is yeah. way too hot. Oh, it,
2: Good for saison.
4: It, it might not be a bad beer. Okay. But,
0: like he said. You're gonna get those flavors.
4: Big and. Yeah going to sour it, too. Depends on how much you like it, that flavor. It will sour it, too. wheat in it. Yeah. yeah. Not a lot of lactic. And uh, don't throw it away. Don't. Don't throw it away. No. Uh, you can like always it. save it, uh, brew another one at a like, colder temperature, and mix the two, and you have two great beers. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, two-part question, and then I think we might be able to call it a night. How do you decant the yeast starter, and would you lose the yeast in suspension?
4: Uh, that's a tough
2: question. If it was stored I, cold? If you already made the yeast starter, all your yeast will settle out and your wort will rise
4: to the top. Yeah. And pour that out. Um, shoot. Definitely decant. Yeah. Cause you don't want that nasty thing that they made that might be considered beer. hmm Um. Would you pour off the wort? I would crash it. Cold. Your starter? Yeah. Crash the cold. And it'll crash it to the bottom. Yeah. I get about, down to about half an inch. Okay, and then okay. I swirl really? the hell out of it, and then I put it in. That, so you can dilute it at least. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh yeah, but I, I don't. Otherwise, I, I, decant it all off, and then I can't get the least right. the yeast slug off of there.
2: And I, and I, I think that's a good point. If you should dilute your starter because that that way will go into the solution better that you're mm-hmm. pitching into your wort. You know, it'll start fermenting quicker, less lag time. Yeah, I, it's like you do that with wine. One of it's the, all your, about.
4: It's all about how many particles of yeast to get in there. So how many cells you get in right. there. And if you can crash them down out of that yeast suspension, because there's a lot of guys floating around, mm-hmm. and cold will make them drop to the bottom. Right.
2: And that's what the good boys.
4: Yeah. <laughs> those are the good guys. If you see white in your starter, that's a good boys. Yeah. So you don't really want the beer on the top. Yeah. So the best way to do it is, you know, if, you, if you want to pitch at high cruisen, you're going to have to pitch everything. Mm-hmm. That means the beer on the top... Slurry on the bottom. Everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other. The other school of thought is to crash it. Uh, two three hours. It'll get cold. Bam goes to the bottom. You decant and then you swirl and pitch. Right. And I would challenge every home brewer to try top cropping, taking your craisin
2: and repitching with that because that's the actual pure yeast. Mike McDowell does We that. have to get Mike in get for Mike that in cause that's what he does. He, I've, he, he, I haven't he's, tried that yet. He's
4: but, made a thing that he just gets the top cropping yeast. But he that hasn't comes bought his,
2: yeast in almost a year.
4: Well, again, I mean, he's he, the guy that is only – until recently, he's yeah. only ever brewed with P L one Right, right. Ever. Okay, right. Uh, but what he's done is he's made a thing that he can pull just the top cropping – he's the – the super yeast that comes mm. off the top it goes into Erlenmeyer and he pitches that and it doesn't matter how much he pitches in two, three hours he's got a ferment going. And that's the pure It's amazing. So it's, we uh, we need to get him in here.
0: Yeah. I'd like to hear about that. We've been trying to get him in here haven't we John? Well I yeah, we almost have. got him
4: last week but what, he got he, he got 59 50 mm. yard uh Tickets, tickets know, right for... Uh, if
0: just to hear that process, though, it'd be worth getting him in here. It would be. Dragging him in if we have Because yeah.
4: how he does it clean is what I'd want to know. Yeah. I just love- He's got a way of doing it clean that was just really nice. And
2: this guy brews great, great yeah. beer. I know he uses a racking cane that he cuts off. Mm-hmm. And when when fermentation peaks... That kreuzin starts to form. Mm-hmm. And whatever blow-off he can get, because he sets his racking cane about a quarter inch above the actual wort. Okay. Right to the top of the wort. And that will – he will might get like a 100 mils of kreuzin. You're That's right. all you need. Yeah. You well, know, do it It's boils the amazing what in. comes off of that. Three
0: hours later, it's fermenting. It goes nuts. Wow. Yeah.
2: Okay. And that's good stuff. That's healthy. then it, you almost, you know you have like a 95% viability
4: in that story. Right. Yeah. It's right. all about the viability. You can have 10 billion cells yeah. if they're 25% viability. But it's Crazy. free of true and hop too, so. Yeah. Right. And he shoots that in and he, and he goes from, from batch to batch. Yeah and Maybe oh, wait, by the, the way Hebrew is great beer it is.
0: it's good stuff alright kids we're going to wrap it up good show we're okay. pushing 8 o'clock I can't,
2: how do we do 3 hours good between the 3 of us <laughs> it, always, it always happens
0: I, I looked at your outline it's like 2 hours I'm like this will be great yeah everyone thinks that we talk a lot because we have guests no the truth is we just talk a lot <laughs> we just like to talk about beer <laughs> that's, that's alright awesome so I'm sort of um sorta of torn now, cause I'm supposed to, p- I wanted to play my good blues stuff, but I'm also, I'm supposed to play our, our outro. You know, gotta play the outro, don't well, you? Oh know?
4: no, you have to you play, the play the outro. I gotta
0: do it. But uh, right after you can promise them? I can play that one. No one cares anyway, except for me. Um uh, a Brooklyn Logger. This is just an address to get to it. Nate? Yeah. Is that what I'm looking at here? Um, it's a long address. I'm not gonna look at it here. I, I'll read it. No one's going to no hear it. You go to the chat. To well,
4: put, it, put it on the I'm forum. supposed to look at it? Put it on the forum. Before
0: I go off the air, I'm supposed to look at it? Oh, no. Just, Just look it. at it. It's for what a Brooklyn logger is. All right. If it's funny, if it's good stuff, I'll bring it back to you next week. How about that? Is that cool? Because we're about to get out of here. Um, also, next week, it looks like uh, it's going to happen. Uh, I think it's going to be the Oktoberfest show. Woo-hoo. So Lederhosen for everyone, right? <laughs> do you and you <laughs> I don't, but I'm sure you can get them on the internet, right? I'll, I'll get it killed. <laughs> uh, we're going to go Lederhosen and October beers. Um, I will attempt, John and I both will attempt to get a Pyramid in here. And I'm just thinking that because of their special October rights and beer that they got mm-hmm. going on. Um, we'll try. It's going to be short notice. Um, if we don't have a guest, that'll be okay, too. I'm sure we'll go along with that.
2: I'll bring in a uh eight-month-old Oktoberfest.
0: Okay. That'll be cool. Uh plus we should have uh I don't remember who said they sent it. Um but we should have a homebrewers uh a listeners yeah. October uh fest coming in too. It, it should be in the mail. So we'll, we'll do a little homebrew tasting. And uh maybe I'll come up with some some weird games that we can play that uh, have to do with Lederhosen and German beer. <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> I can't think of something that would. I think you'd do a great job. We'll can't. eat pretzels and uh have a good old time. So, next week, Oktoberfest. Fest. are we
4: going to get uh, Danielle in here next, next week? She
0: will be here. I think she's going to either call in sick or whatever she got to do to be here. I don't know. She will be here. She's committed. She committed, committed. on the phone oh, right oh, here on the you show. there you go. Know. All right. So, now we can
2: give her shit if she's not here.
0: Yes. Now, the other part of the show... Uh, there might actually be a bachelor party hanging out here for for next week's show. So strippers? Uh I don't know if there'll be any strippers, but we could arrange Wait, it. <laughs> who's the bachelor? It's uh it's a, just a friend, that's oh. all. Just a friend, but I was talking oh, yeah, to him last right. night. Oh yeah,
3: it's you, isn't it? Pff, come on. Yeah. It's
0: not bad. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. Uh we're supposed to like golf in the morning or something and then bring it back here and play poker after the show. So I think they might just be kinda of hanging out. So maybe just as an interesting side note as we go on about our show, we'll have crazy bachelors hanging out in the side yelling and maybe we'll get a stripper in. I don't know, whatever. Why not? Mean, we, can we play oh, poker after? <laughs> we can play poker after, absolutely. We're in. You know how to play
4: a little festival. Can Texas we have lap doc? dances
2: while okay. we're on here? All right. <laughs>
4: I don't see you know, I really not. suck at it, but I'm willing to learn. I've got about <laughs> three hundred bucks in my pocket. Great. <laughs> <laughs> you know
0: what? I've been sucking lately. Uh, <laughs> Doctor Scott's not gonna pay for all of us. <laughs> <not gonna laughs> take your money. What's that? So. Got cards. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> counting cards needs. I, I can do that. Count cards. So anyway, uh, could be a big show next week. Uh, I'm sure it won't be two hours, <laughs> as they apparently never are anymore. Uh, but what are you going to do? So hey, thanks for tuning in. Um, I I feel like I had another bit of news to tell you. I want to thank Nate for hanging out and and working in the chat room and answering the phones for us. We need somebody there, and he works it well.
4: Yeah. this was actually a really good session. I, I appreciate having such good questions over channel. and over. They're awesome. Yeah, yeah. I like uh, these guys.
0: Uh, don't give the microphone away. yet. I just want to say uh, I don't think people realize the importance of, of Nathan and and Daniela's position on this show. It it basically wouldn't function without them. And they do it for free. And and neither one of them are even really brewers, but they but they just they like beer and they like this culture that we're doing here, and they and they like the community. You guys in the chat room are so effing cool to people. That uh Beep. like they just they just <laughs> enjoy uh being here, and really, without someone running that chat room, i can't none of us can read the thing yeah, and we have no screen do what we do at the same time, even if you did, I've tried it I've tried to to monitor a chat room and broadcast it's impossible oh. you need people to do this and answer the phones and get you guys and and without your questions, we couldn't do all this either, so my point is you the chat room you guys are awesome. Callers are awesome and certainly Nathan and Daniela for coming in just hanging out with us. Uh Thank you guys you. are you're awesome too because uh, you're the connection b- between us and them. It wouldn't be fun unless these guys were on here. It's totally cool. They are cool. All right. So very good. Uh just a, a brief uh stroking of the Nathan. <laughs> because we appreciate it. You like I said, can't do it without him. Um, all right. That's it. Oktoberfest next week. Woo-hoo. Uh, if I'm golfing with the Bachelor Party, there won't be a blue show. I'll do a posting. You guys will know. Um, and, and if there is a blue show, hopefully all the buffering issues will be fixed by then. So, Pale Ale's a friend of mine. How about you guys? It works for me. Yeah. is a friend of mine. Alright. It's the Lager Show, the Brewing Network. We'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning in.
5: Pale Ale is a friend of mine, and I should like good body wine. Chocolate, porter, cheer, it's down, don't you know? Want you really love it homebrew, can't get enough of it. Homebrew, it blows my mind. I love homebrew all the time. Yeah, I think I have me. Well, I have my one right now. You should know how to get down. Double and triple on my best friend. I think I'll have them all over again. But don't you give me that American truth? for the one a real homebrew. Homebrew, don't you really love that home homebrew can't get enough of it? Homebrew, it blows my mind. I love homebrew all of the time. Yeah, I think I'll have it. Well, I'll have it one right now. <laughs> Me and wheat fear on ice of a summer day. A bottle me when the skies are gray. I'll take a Belgian crew anytime, and the women say the lamb is fine. But don't you give me that American crew, boys. I want a real homebrew. Homebrew, don't you really love that home homebrew? Can't get enough of it. Homebrew, it blows my mind. I love homebrew all of the time. You yeah, think i have happy? Well, I'm the one right now. Yeah, you know what I am talking about. But don't you give me that American cruise boys? I want a real homebrew. Homebrew, don't you really the love of that homebrew? Can't get enough of it. Homebrew, it blows my mind. I love homebrew all the time. Yeah, they have that. Well, I'm the one right now.